With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Welcome home, family. It's your mom and dad. Hey, and baby. Hello, everyone. Hello, Lee. I like how we clap every time. I because I, in my brain there's a studio audience. Right, yeah. It's just the music. Listen, what you've right. created, you've created an energy with this studio. If you're watching the YouTube with the music, it's very much like this is yeah. late night energy, and so I feel like you feel like this is a late night show. How do you think you'd podcast if you had an audience like a full like there's 20 people? Because I know there's a lot of podcasts like bigger podcasts yeah. where they'll bring like a crew watching them. There's like 15 of their friends watching. Right. I feel like I don't think I'd do very well. I think I would thrive in any situation, <laughs> truly. No, I I don't think the 10 people would change me. Really? But whenever, I don't, I don't know how you guys feel, but anytime I listen to a podcast that was like live on stage, you know how people do like live in person? Sure, and they have like sure, sure, Sell sure. clubs yeah. out or whatever. The energy is very different because they're a lot more like, yeah! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot more like... Yeah, because you got to hype up the Right, crowd. it's a lot more like, God, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's just a lot more like... And you know what? And the, the crazy thing is, like, it can be very, like, you know, energetic versus, yeah. like, <clears throat> in the studio... I actually think that I would like more people in here. Wait, for real? Okay, so for me... Because it's like more of a party vibe. It's the way that I feel about if you were to say, Jessica, I need you to sing right now. If I... If there is like a group... If there's a stage and there's 100,000 people watching me... Very different. I think I can can tune it out. But I have to sing in front of a group of 10 people. I'm shaking. I'm dripping in sweat. Like the American Idol audition vibes, terrifying, which I did back in the day when I was... I never made it in front of a camera. Right, right. <laughs> but I did it, and that was not my jam. That was so scary. Right, and that's actually a good story. But um, it's an yeah, the story, singing, but, you know. the, to bring up the singing thing is interesting because I am someone who doesn't enjoy at all someone singing not at a place where people are supposed to be singing. Well, it's kind of so how you feel about the party, whole serenade, which we've discussed. This was, a, well, this was also like a classic like high school thing. Sure. You know what I mean? When you're at at kind of like a chill party and someone kind of plays guitar and sings. Yeah, it's the fire pit hang. And and there's a guitar in the corner and then they grab it and they start playing. That makes me (laughs) want to disown everyone in that group and never talk to them again. Because just by association with that person, it's such a betrayal to me of my energy. If you are going to bust a guitar out, the only time I'm okay with it is if you are... a super famous person. 
So like if we were at Does that not give you the ick? If like we no. were let's just say we happen to be at a fire pit hang and some like super famous musician Here's the perfect starts setup. Like no, 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 strumming, no. I'd feel a little bit like oh, No, this brutal. Is a little braggy even though I enjoy it, but it's a little braggy. I'm not talking famous. I'm talking like you're at a party. Late night everyone's very drunk and someone convinces Paul McCartney to get on the piano and start singing hits. That's when I'm like this well, is he's amazing. Famous. Yeah. You said not That's, famous. No, 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 That's no, 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 no. I said not <laughs> famous. I mean, famous. like iconic. Oh, okay. We're at David Bowie's like, house it's party. A treat. Sure, like, sure. It's like Elton John. You said Elton and, John. And Elton John oh, is yeah. begging David Bowie to hop on and sing that song. Oh, yeah. Then I I'm mean, like, then I'm like, oh my god, we're watching <laughs> David Bowie, and he's reluctant, reluctantly performing for us. Other than that, you have a high bar, my friend. Massive bar. <laughs> Other than that, high bar. you because because that is the only time it's appropriate to willingly shut down an energy of a party, or because it does it takes it to the next level. But when someone starts singing at a party, now everyone has the like, I got to be quiet now and sit here and put my drink down and stop my conversation and watch this guy play. And if he's just like this guy, Kevin. <laughs> Then it's like you mean old Kev. You know what I'm saying? If it's like if it's like Greg's friend Kevin and he plays a little guitar and he's singing, you know, Champagne Supernova in the corner, <laughs> dude. It's it gonna is, be Wonderwall. It obviously. is. That's what more what I mean. Wonderwall. <laughs> it is the worst thing ever. Uh, you know what? I like have, his three friends are like, oh my god, Kevin's amazing. It's literally I'm, my I am worst down, nightmare. I'm down with someone busting out like piano, guitar, singing if it's a small vibe and it's kind of like they're playing in the background and it's like a great ambiance. But the second that it's a small group and it's like, hey, I want to play, it's the same exact way that I feel when someone's looking into my eyes, serenading me. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know how to react. I feel like you know, I want to support this person, but I'm like, what's too much? What's mm -hmm. I, I have a hard time balancing like how much energy that I should put in. And like you said, typically it interrupts an interesting conversation. I'm like, well, I was in the middle of telling Katie about you yeah, know, this thing. what went down last weekend. And now I got to watch. Dude, Kev. It's so <laughs> brutal. It's and, and another thing, too, is when someone there's always like that one friend that's like, Jess, you're such a good singer. Sing for us. And now you have to awkwardly shut down 10 people that are now looking at you to be like, how is she going to respond to this person? You know, for and then me, if you do it, <laughs> if you do it, it's like. I've done it there's before only, and I'll do it again. There's only one answer. I've done it before and I'll do it again. If you ask, I'm honored by that. If someone is like, I can get a little uncomfy if there's, yeah. you know, a, if it's a small group. No, yeah. But it makes me feel very That's special. Oh, I'm so happy for you. No, don't do it. No one ever do that. How many times they ask you say, oh, stop. And then you just okay, like walk Dad. away. You know what I mean? Because it is such a derailer. Are you skeptical of today? It's like we got a like we had hangover Ev, therapy Ev, we had day of reckoning. Are I'm you gonna, no, everything's fine. Everything's, skeptical Ev? No, everything's <laughs> totally no, everything's totally good. I just have Because these we're rules. about to dive into some serious love business. Ooh. And I'm like, you know, are you gonna be skeptical of these relationships no, that we found? No, are out? you kidding me? None Which, of these the relationships way, are skeptical. Netflix, this is all perfect love. Netflix, you got me. You tricked me. Oh yeah, big time. You you goddamn got me. There was one, yeah, the the big one got me for sure. I was so shaken. I was wrong about everything except Tiffany and Brett. Well, actually, Paul and Mike, I, no, I, I guess I was right about that. But I was sh shocked by how it went down. Yeah. They got me. They bamboozled you? They totally bamboozled me, and I loved it because it did shake yeah, me to my nice. core. And it, it was, nice. there were so many happy couples in the end. You weren't shocked. I, I was shocked that Jackie and Marshall didn't stay together. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was bewildered. Okay, I do want to talk before we dive into yeah. all the recapping. Speaking of Hangover Ev, Day of Reckoning Ev, about where this yes. Jess is at, what yes. Jess I am today. Mm. Uh, but first, we do have to take a quick pause. Quick pause. Um, so, family. Do you love your cat, but not love the smell of their litter box? Well, then let us tell you about Pretty Litter. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra absorbent. It's lightweight, low dust. And uh, one six pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. Yeah, and what can really give you uh, peace of mind is Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in uh, your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door, and no more having to lug a huge tub of litter from the store to your car and into your house. Yeah, my family switched to Pretty Litter years ago, and they've never gone back because it's just that good for you and your cute kitties. Make the switch today. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad and use code momdad to save 20% on your first order that's prettylitter.com slash momdad code momdad to save 20% on your first order prettylitter.com slash momdad code momdad terms and conditions apply see site for details pretty litter really is very amazing you should check it out um okay so before we get into the recap of episode 10 through the finale we did it we got the wedding yes oh my gosh i needed to have a moment mm. i decided i told you before we started the episode that yeah. i was going to have a moment of honesty with the family um so like i said you came you came swinging the other day hangover of therapy of mm -hmm. day of reckoning mm -hmm. of today you are receiving a post panic attack anxiety jess <laughs> that's who i am today mm. so here's the truth of the matter at first I didn't want to talk about it. I was like, you know what? I, cause sometimes I don't know. I just, well, I'll get in my head and I'll feel like the audience probably thinks there she goes again at the top of the episode. She's anxious again. It's the mm. same thing, you know? And I, and I almost didn't say anything cause I can get in my head, but I don't know. I was on Instagram earlier today and I saw someone who uh, had posted something and was being like really transparent about their, the state of their mental health and so many of the comments were just like, get over it, like deal with it. Mm. Da, 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 da. And it was really shocking to me because I'm like, I feel like we've progressed so much in society when it comes to dealing with mental um, health and everything. And so it was a it was a shock for me. So after I saw that, I was like, you know what? I want to share with the family. Yeah. I feel like I have a privilege of having, you know, somewhat of a platform. And I know for myself when... I see other people talking about it. It makes me feel less alone. Mm. So I know time and time again, you'll hear from me. Yes, I'm anxious at the top of the episode. She's struggling. The bipolar hits, all that. But I just feel like I'll, I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm sorry if, you know, some people are like, here we go again. But I feel like it's important to be completely transparent and straight up. And your girl has been a panic attack mess the past couple of days. It's been a rough it's been a rough couple days and um, I don't know. I just want to share so people feel less alone. I feel like you were talking about your day of reckoning the other day and I know that it's a whole different vibe and it's funny, <laughs> but I do feel like then people can relate with that feeling. And yeah. I know I am sure so many people listening are like, yeah, I feel a little less alone because I have those days, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And so for me, I just wanted to share that. And so if you're having 
one of those days, if you're in the heat of anxiety, in the heat of panic attacks, depression, whatever it is, know you are not alone. And I was excited to come on today because during times when I'm feeling, you know, super anxious or having a panic attack, talking about reality TV shit makes me feel better. (laughs) Talking about this and distracting myself. And honestly, I know it's so cliche, but laughter is the best medicine for me. And I appreciate you making me laugh. It Mm. makes me feel good. And I don't know. I just wanted to share that quickly. Is there there a reason why you're anxious or is it or is it just life stuff is it just chemistry like what do you feel you know i was causing this i was feeling really good and i think it's just chemistry for me obviously the state of the world doesn't help sometimes but like i think for me a lot of it's chemistry the way that i look at anxiety panic attack depression all of that it's like having a it's like having the worst neighbor in the entire world like the neighbor who uh never asks if they can be invited over and just like then bangs down your front door and is like, I'm coming over and I'm staying for the next 24 hours. And you never have any like notice of when they're going to come over. No preparation. They just knock down your door and they're like, I'm here. I'm sitting in your living room. I'm going to trauma dump on you. I'm going to make you feel bad about yourself. and I'm not going to let you know when I'm leaving, but I'm here. And I think a lot of that's, uh, you know, a chemistry thing. Uh, You know, obviously it's can be very motivated by triggers around you, but I was doing well and it just came knocking at my door. I think that's something that like, not to cut you off, but just like someone who doesn't have bipolar and anxiety disorder and these things. My, my mom had it or my mom has it and I grew up with it. And you know, is, is what's interesting to me about it. And I'm just like, the reason why I'm talking right now is more to bring up the, the other side of the the coin, which is like, you have it. I don't. And as much as I can try to understand it, it still is something I don't get. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It's something that like, I try to understand and I try to go, you know, well, what are you anxious about? Well, what is it? You know, let's try not to have the, the thing trigger it again or whatever. But at some point, like there are many levels to where it's like, it's not triggered by something. It's Mm -hmm. literally your body just like literally turning on you mm-hmm. and just saying we are going to have i'm going to i'm going to present to you yeah. like a it's bad that terrible situation. neighbor coming over <laughs> yeah like bang down your door you know yeah. and um i don't know something that like is tough for me but then also mm-hmm. like is an encouraging reminder is that like i won't get it mm-hmm. like my stress is triggered by things right like if a thing at work it doesn't go right i'm stressed Something goes good, I'm good. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's simple. It's like normal stress or whatever. But like, so for me, it's like I'll get I'll get really sucked up into like what's going on or are you okay or how do we figure this out? But it's like it doesn't work like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, I don't know. I just think that like for being a partner, you know what I mean? It's like first of all, I want to apologize for constantly trying to fix it. When you have those moments, you know what I mean? Because okay. If I were you, I'd do the exact same. But thing. I know that that can also be more stressful. <laughs> you know what I mean? That. Like it's it's not only not helpful yeah. sometimes, but it can sometimes. be more stressful. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I think if, I, if full transparency as well, guys. Before this episode, I was in fix it mode, and I was like going, "Well, let's hear this. Let's fix this." And I watched the stress levels rising, and I'm going, "Well, this makes no sense to me. I'm giving you up. Op- I'm giving you options. Why is it stressful? You know." <laughs> And it's like just being a support and just being there for you, you know, just like how you are for me when I'm st- no, like stressed just because of general work or whatever, you know. And uh, 
I think that it's really helpful that you're sharing this Thanks. and that you're being honest about kind of how you feel right now, because, you know, I don't know. Sometimes we can give the impression or people can get the impression that like everything's fine all the time. And it's like, dude, we, we record every single week. And you think that every time we walk in here, everything's peachy. I know it's for like myself when I see like social media and I, I being someone who has struggles with my mental health, I feel like so often what I see from people and of course there are so many creators who are like so vulnerable out there and no one is owed anything. Like no one has to share that. But I know for myself, I'll sometimes look online and I'll be like, oh my God, how is everyone handling all this and not having a full meltdown? And am I the only one? And um, I can get really caught up in that. And so it is important for me, I think, to to be honest, um, even if it is redundant sometimes on this platform to be like, Hey, just FYI, if you're not doing well, I got you. Like I'm also spiral city right now and it's not together, even if it seems like it is, because this is the time when, you know, like I said, this for me is self care, like talking, laughing in the room with you guys talking about reality TV, having a good time, makes me feel good. Mm. So you're seeing me in my moment of like, I'm taking care of myself right yeah. now, you know, but sometimes then when I leave those doors, it's like, ah, right, right, right. You know, just falling down a well. Um, but you know, I appreciate you apologizing. There's no need to, but speaking of that, just aside as a little tip for anyone listening who struggles with their mental health, I think one of the biggest forms of self care that you can do is know that if you're able you have the ability to choose your partner and your chosen family or friends around you. And that makes a huge difference. Like the partner you choose, the friends you choose, um, that is a game changer. Mm. You know, Mm. when you feel safe, when you feel supported, I know I've always felt so safe with you and to be whatever place I'm at and where I can communicate how I'm feeling and, my friends in the past weren't always that way. And now sure. as I've gotten older, I've chosen friends who who help me, you know? And, and I think that's a huge piece of self-care that yeah. you can put in your mind too. Yeah. Select, yeah. Like another thing too is like selecting boundaries and time too. Because like you can just have these things happen to you. Like let's say you get like an anxiety attack yeah. or you like a panic attack or something. And then you just don't change anything about your day. You just push through yeah, and then you like snap totally. twice as hard at the end as opposed to like, okay, how about we delete that? Yeah. How about we delete that? We were going to record this last... We tried to record this episode <laughs> like done. three times. And Evan, speaking of self-care partner, you know, has been the person who's like, it's okay, let's move it to tomorrow. Let's move it to tomorrow. Right. And then I'm not now at a place where I'm like, all right, I'm past the, the panic attacks and now I'm, I'm a little shaky, but now we're good. And now, you know, this then makes me feel healed and good and brings on that joy so yeah i appreciate that so thank you all for being here with me in a place where i get to uh heal like this Mm. is a healing time for Mm. me so today let it be known she is shaky she's a little brain foggy probably not going to be sharp and on top of remembering all the details of this episode but i am ready to have fun I want to have yeah. a good old time. And honestly, too, off of this, there's been a lot of conversation. There's a lot of Love is Blind contestants coming out and, in fact, suing the franchise, I believe. Jeez. We'll get into this next week. We're going to talk the reunion and everything that's currently happening, all the tea, the post-interviews, yeah. all of that. Um, because, But the uh, a lot of contestants are out suing Love is Blind because of the lack of mental health protection. 
you know, Jeez. threatening to to uh, sue contestants if they don't stay till the wedding. Right, right. So then all of a sudden you're looking at these people going, why aren't you leaving yet? And that's not to dismiss any behavior that's not kind to other people. But then it also gives you perspective of like, wow, this is unhealthy circumstances that people are under. Mm. You know, maybe there's more going on behind the scenes and all yeah. that. It's just a good reminder to extend grace. So I'm like, today I want to have fun. We're going to have fun because there was a lot of love and a lot of fun moments in this. And I just. Well, can we do a collective deep breath? Yes. I would love to do that with Inc- everyone this morning. Yes, <laughs> I, know, like, I want your I'm face like, sorry, in that mic. Everyone. I want to hear your breath. Okay. <laughs> like, sorry to start everyone's morning out with this. No, this is, this, this is, is real. You know, this, this is, is a part this of the is family. The reality. This is the family and we're about to have a great time, but you know, it's honesty hour. First. This is like, you know, when your dad, you go to the family reunion, but your dad's like, literally swearing into the mashed potatoes as he's making them this is us not trying to do that us is us being like let's talk about what the issues are it's him instead of him just like in the in the kitchen just burying all his emotions <laughs> raging into like the chili that he's making and like he's, he just takes so many trips to the backyard to keep nailing the wood or whatever and we're like dad never comes in he's just like building a fence for six years it's like that's because he's not doing this he's not talking you know, you what, know I mean? what it's true i, I literally had that. one of my best friends growing up his dad like just lived outside because like he had so much rage built up yeah. that all he would do was just projects 24 yeah, yeah. 7 projects we're not communicating it's 10 p.m at night he's outside like working on the side of like yeah. the the storage bin you yeah. know he's just for no reason just like painting it again i don't know what he was doing but it was just like years of built up calloused rage <laughs> this is not what we're doing here we're not building no we're out barns. here we are your parents out here trying to heal and grow yes. from the past generations we are moving forward we are talking about our mental health mm-hmm. we're talking about our traumas and all of this we love to see it okay deep breath on three well actually i heard that if you do one big breath and then you let it out halfway and then you breathe in all the way again. It's like the Wim Hof thing. Oh, wow. okay. It like oxygenates your brain. So what we're going to do. Wait. So, okay. So I breathe so, full so, in. So we, we breathe all the way out. All then, the way out. Yeah. And then you breathe all the way in, like as much as you can. Okay. And then you breathe halfway out and then you breathe all the way in again. Okay. okay. I'll try, I'll try to do it like, this. you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, I'm like, start with no air in your lungs. Okay. Get full breath. And instead of going full out again, you go like half out and then you go full up again. And you okay. do that like, let's say three times. Okay, okay. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? Sure. So yeah. you only do the out. You you only start all the way out. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm a master of the craft. Okay. Look at I'm giving her more anxiety. Okay. Here we go. All the so we just start all the way out and then we go up half up half up half. That's it. Ready? Okay. All the way out. One more. <laughs> All the way out. <laughs> yeah, I just pass out. I'm like, I feel a little dizzy. No, hi, man. That's life. That's I'm high on life, my guy. <laughs> Lee's like, dude, you changed my yeah, life. I love, one. I love this stuff. You man. like the breathing yeah, stuff? Yeah. All right, oh. guys. Well. Well, You're we welcome. <laughs> all your anxiety is fixed. It's isn't all that, isn't gone. Isn't that crazy it's, how simple that is? It's crazy how it's all gone now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but thank you, guys. I appreciate love that. Love you, mama. Love you. Love you. Love you, love you. 
All right, should we dive into this? Of course this? we should. Let's go. 10 through the finale, 12. Like I said, next week, reunion, we're going over then all the tea Ooh. and all that fun stuff. But we got to talk finale. Yes. All right. Something that I would like to bring up uh-huh. because what I could not get over in this episode, it's all I could think about. I'm skipping to the end. At the okay. very end, when the officiant had to say to each person, now's the time. You know, after we have everyone doing their vows, telling each other how much we, they love each other, da, 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 the officiant says, now's the time we find out, is love truly blind? Yes. And then they have to decide <laughs> if they're going to say yes or no. And I was thinking about, can you imagine if this was like, think about that's your wedding. Imagine going to an actual wedding like you have no idea you're just going to it. I guess these are actual weddings, but think about like, you know, your friends like come to my wedding and it's there's a chance, you know, that the other person like a high chance they might say no. Mm. How many more weddings would you want to go to? I mean, that's wild. That's like some soap opera shit. (laughs) I want to go to weddings where they say. Yes, to marry. Okay. Or a hundred grand to say no. <laughs> oh my God. That's what I want to go. That's a great to. new twist on this that's show. That's a great new twist yeah. because what it does twist. is it really tests you. It really does. I mean, that's a big test. A hundred grand. Yeah. Not, not 10 grand. Like a hundred grand. A hundred grand is enough to like really make you go like, that's a good salary. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, that's an like amazing. Salary. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like that's a full time jobs of a high paying person for a year. Something to really like to where they got to do. I, how much do I really like this person? That's a great twist. They should add that. Mm-hmm. They should. But think about. But think about going to any person's wedding and viscerally knowing that when the officiant says, "Do you accept this person?" Right. That there's a high chance that they're going to say no. Imagine like every wedding being on the edge of your seat, like full nail biter wedding. Mm. Like, are they going to do this? Because I mean, obviously I've never been to a wedding where someone says no. That's true. You've, I mean, I don't know. I would love actually, you know what family, if you've ever been to a wedding where someone says no, please, please send a message to the call home hotline because <laughs> I would like to hear this story. I've never been, I don't know anyone who's ever been. Maybe the person is very much regretting it. I've definitely heard of those stories where it's like, I shouldn't, I don't want to do this. And then they get an annulment quite quickly after. But in front of everybody being like, nah, I don't, I, can, I can't do yeah. this. The drama of it. Like, you know, you don't want to see the heartbreak, right. but the drama of it. You want to see the heartbreak because it really enhances the drama. Imagine you know this. I mean? You know how we were talking about how I really want to renew our vows, yes. which I know people always say is like the kiss of death. It's like the real, is it really? it's the really? real housewife kiss of death. If you are one of the real housewives, the second a real housewife says, my husband and I are renewing our vows, they always end up getting a divorce six months later. Always. <laughs> I, I, can understand, I can understand why, though. Because if you're already just kind of like barely making it. Yeah. And then someone in the relationship is like, we should renew our vows. Then you're like. You think the ick uh, in? Yeah, the ick sets in. Because you know, you're like forcing me to get like more into this where I'm already <laughs> barely hanging on for the kids. So then you're forcing me to be like, look at me in the eyes and tell me how much you love me. It's like, and then all of a sudden the person's like, now I've just had too much. Sure. So it makes sense that like why those people are like, you well, know, who generally are the most healthiest relationships. Well, hopefully that's not our vow renewal. Oh, it's going to be insane. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, think you know. about this. If we decide that we're going to for sure do a vow renewal, imagine the invites we send out 
to everyone. Will is, they do it? No. Everyone show up on this date. We're either going to announce our divorce or renew our vows. That's fun. <laughs> I like That's that. That's fun. <laughs> it's terrifying and sad, <laughs> but you know everyone's going to come. Mm-hmm. You know everyone's going to be a little bit like, hold on, is this some fucking new LA thing where like right. they announce their divorce together publicly? I like this. This is a fun I twist. Like this a lot. I like this a lot because... What? And then people can have bets going. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like half the crowd's like, yeah. Yes, and you have like before before we come out, there's like a table and there's shots. People are like getting a little a little freaky. It's getting a little weird. And then there's a table where you can place your bets. Like, are they announcing their divorce? Or are they and gonna- we're the house, so then we can rig it. Oh, so we can nice. see that a bunch of people put the bet the money on oh, the divorce and then we yeah. get remarried or if you know <laughs> oh my God, so we have a scheme going we have in a, this it's too. a whole money making scheme oh, i love this with yes. it and we so do we're this with other people money. too and we it's like we you know we make it a whole thing yeah it becomes a whole it's a business <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah we really have gotten rid of like the anxiety behind like watching a wedding because there's the there's two things there's the like do you guys want to get married yeah. moment and there's also like does anyone object Oh, I've dreamed. You know what I mean? Yeah, the movie I thing. The movie have thing. Dreamed of being at a wedding where someone objects. I wonder to this what the wedding. history is between that. Oh, there's got to be some crazy, it's gotta be like some misogynist, weird, creepy. It's history. probably back in the day. No, but, it's definitely but, some but movie, the fact that terrible we, misogynist history. The fact history. that it's still like kind of a thing. Does anyone oh. object? First of all, no one does that anymore. But that would be funny to go to a wedding where someone does that. It's I, like I can't lie to you. If if <laughs> it was our wedding. And someone objected. I would have been. I loved it. Yeah, I would have been thrilled. I would have been like, "We're keeping this man on his toes." If like some guy <laughs> in the audience would have been like, "I object. I've always loved Jessica." And First of all, whole- why couldn't it have been a? Uh, why couldn't it have been some absolute smoke model who comes in and is just like, "I object. He's mine. I never got a good shot at him." Why does it have to be a guy? You just assumed that you were going to be the one that was going to be objected over. This is unbelievable, you guys. This shows you the ego we're dealing with here. I think that I would have been objected over. I would have been. I would have been. <laughs> Come to our power renewal. Um, no, but it would have been. Like, it's kind of an ego Two boost. people object. They both object. Oh, my God. And then God. they fall in love. Oh, shit. Or they start wow. fighting oh. in the audience. And they start making out. Sure. Okay, cool. I mean, that makes it, you know, again. <laughs> <He> goes, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you can't help, but you get an ego stroke if all of a sudden it's your wedding and someone's like, I've always been in love with yeah. them. I object. I, 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 I wouldn't, oh have, my, I wait, wouldn't have hated it. I just like remember this crazy story, which was my buddy had a wedding, his sister, his sister's wedding. Okay. And, um, he was in a band like the, like the best man was in the band and they played a song. And this dude was about to grab the mic and <gasps> confess his love. Like the Stop whole thing it. of like, I always loved you. And my buddy like ran and unplugged the cable. Because he knew he, he saw it coming. He saw it coming. In the middle of the wedding. Like in the middle of the wedding. Like was about to like grab the mic and like. Uh, like in the party, in the party. should have let him do I'm going to be honest. Like I respect your friends so much for doing that to like not ruin their day. But like, again, what an ego stroke that would have been. Can you imagine the drama? It would have been insane. Everyone, listen, everyone knows if you're getting married, you want everyone to talk about your wedding until the end of time. It's like yes. you want everyone to be like, wow, that was the most romantic, fun wedding I've ever been to. Come on. You have someone planted in the audience to object to your wedding. You give people the drama they want so badly. Theater. You're saying to like create the. I would have hired one of my theater friends if I would have thought of it to do it. (laughs) My God. (laughs) 
So, he would have fainted. He, he would have like, taken it really Jessica. over the top. And he would have spoken an accent too. Like, How odd the hell? You're like, doesn't that guy not have an accent? He's like speaking in a British accent. He's like, Jessica, my God, I've always loved you. I've pined for you since the moment we met on the stage, my darling. And then you first of all, you out. said British. Now you're just like fifties. Well, that's like, like a Shakespeare. Or <laughs> Shakespeare vibe. <laughs> hey, don't ruin my party. <laughs> no, that would be fun though. That would be fun. You know how people do like stupid dances where they all like, come out and they're all like, <gasps> like the the like, mob. The, yeah, the not mob. Into that. Another, another grumpy know, Evan not, moment. That's a grumpy Evan oh, moment. Evan God. cannot do that. If the, I'm at a dance, wedding and all of a sudden like everyone starts doing some like choreographed thing, I'm out. Evan's out. Can't He's do that. Out. I another, appreciate uh, the dance. No, moves. I don't. Don't do it. Okay. Um, but another thing. I, I mean, listen. So rude. All the another thing they do at the weddings too. We even kind of did it at ours, which is like what everyone does, which is like the re-entrance. Why do people do that? Because you want people to cheer for you. But like, no, no, I'm not saying uh, the, the marriage couple. Yes. I'm talking about the, 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 uh, oh, how like even, even at a wedding like, I was not too not long ago in, I was with a bridesmaid and we had to come in and like dance our way into the party. Don't ever. I hated that. Anyway. I um, loved being the bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. You See, that's, your all, that's all like whack theater, real theater. <laughs> Give a real, real theater is like cr- like put people in the wedding to where like you don't know who they are or why they're there and like they're sitting like you like you're at a table you're at a table and that you you stick one rando at the table or no 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 you stick a, a fake couple at the table and like oh yeah i'm with Ke-, and they're like well fuck you and they start screaming they're throwing wine at each other and they're like oh man they have to be dragged out by security and then all of a sudden like you know what i mean they all this stuff and then someone's going i always loved you jessica and i tackle it like that's real theater no, this is actually genius this, please this someone like, take this idea like, like a, good, a consulting firm could do this be like oh I'm we obsessed. have we have like actors and we we in, would like we'll program an idea for your wedding to like make everyone <laughs> like on yeah, edge if you, have, if you can do murder mystery parties like make my wedding Dude, fucking honestly, pop wow. this is a fire idea make my wedding pop like off. you hire a, a firm <laughs> to come in and they like create like moments in your wedding that are fucking crazy like you know what it's I mean? Everything. Like some guy comes out, he's like, "Oh my god, he's bleeding and like gushing blood." He's like, "Ah!" And then they, like, like drag him out. And, like, how is he alive? I don't know. And then they and, do like, a murder yeah. mystery right in the middle, yeah. and they like find out. And then they locked all the doors, and they're like, yeah. "Someone in this room Someone did it," this room and no did one it. can it was leave. Freaking no out. No one can leave this fucking reception until we find out. Who There's did a guy it? who comes out. He's like. I'm a detective and I know one of you. And he's starting to pull people aside. Oh my God. This is a sick idea. This is a sick idea. I feel like we have maybe our new business venture. This is a Trademark. sick idea. We'll call it ruin your wedding. But no, like, no, no, of no, course no. it's the opposite. No, it's gotta be like the conglomerate company. You know, it's gotta be like mysterious. Like a shady like, name. It's <laughs> underground. Like, like you yeah. gotta know someone who knows someone who can get you their card and call us. Oh like it, this is not like on I'm, Yelp. You know how I'm gonna find everybody? I'm gonna literally go to Universal Studios during Halloween Horror Nights and I'm gonna start talking to the actors. I'm gonna hand them business yes, cards. Smart. And I'm like, you all crush during smart. this. Like I got another gig for you. God. Business cards, business cards, business cards. How <laughs> lit would it be if you went to a wedding and all of a sudden just shit starts popping off? What a wedding for the ages. A wedding for the ages. Honestly, you think love is blind weddings are popping off? You think Ain't you're on the edge nothing. of your seat and wondering what these people are going to say? Come to one of our weddings that we're going to put on, okay? It's going to blow your mind. Uh, um, okay. What <laughs> a tangent. Sorry, everybody. Lit. 
No, you. that was sick. This is why we couldn't recap all the episodes at once, because we're 40 minutes in we're or whatever. Too much fun, and, man. All right. Before we officially dive in, sorry, everybody, to this finale, um, we have to take a quick pause. Family, I will never forget the moment I discovered all the things I was subscribed to and paying for that I completely forgot about. Like, Jess, where were you when you decided to pay for an app that turned me into a mythical creature that charges me eight bucks a month? After I saw myself as a phoenix, I was done. I didn't need to keep having the app and paying for it every single month, okay? Well, this doesn't happen to me anymore. Because of Rocket Money. I love Rocket Money. Yes. Uh, it saved us so much money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spendings, and helps you uh, lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. And uh, chances are, like us, you ha definitely have one of them. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any of you uh, that don't want to pay anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. For real, Rocket Money saved me personally about a thousand dollars last year. They make something so simple that I dreaded doing before. Lord knows I wasn't going to find all of my subscriptions and sit down on long call wait times to cancel all of these. Rocket Money does it with a click of a button. Yes. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash mom dad. That's rocketmoney.com slash mom dad. Rocketmoney.com slash mom dad. Listen, if you run a small business, then you know how incredibly rewarding it is, but also how stressful it can be when every person, moment, and penny counts in your business. You can't afford to take any of them for granted. Stamps.com gets that because for the last 25 years, they've been helping businesses like yours save time and money so you can focus on your business knowing Stamps.com has all your postage needs covered with premium discounts and great rates. What a huge way to remove some serious stress. Honestly, I know over the years, Stamps.com has removed that stress for us and put our minds to ease what for the past like 10 something years yeah, all, seriously a long time with stamps.com all you need is a computer and a printer they even send you a free scale so you'll have everything you need to get started if you need a package pickup uh, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard and if you sell products online stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart and like I was saying before, money, running a business is not cheap, especially when it comes to fulfilling orders for your customers. Well, guess what? Stamps.com has huge carrier discounts up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. Set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MOMDAD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MOMDAD. All right, well, let's officially start mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. recap of episodes 10 We were trying 12. to start the recap 20 <laughs> minutes ago, it. but then, we you know, we did it. what we do, which but is got on a bit. we do what we do. Okay, okay. Um, but honestly, let's, let's do this. Obviously, we've got to talk about Jackie and Marshall at the top here, and yes. then couple to couple. Got it. Which I think it. we can interweave. Yeah. We'll be all over the place. Yeah. Mostly couple to couple. Yes. We'll figure it out. You don't come here for breaking news journal <laughs> journalism. You come here because we have a good time. And that's <clears throat> that. Okay. What's not a good time is how we start the episode off with a Josh and Jackie Ugh. conversation. Marshall. No, Josh oh, and sorry. Jackie. Yes, yes, Josh, Josh and, and Jackie. Jackie sorry. Where they're having their date, and basically, Ugh. long story short, we end up having this is brutal a moment where Josh confesses his love. 
Jackie's like Marshall's too sensitive for me. Um, don't really care. I'm I'm going in. Jackie lets the audience know that she's not the whole legal marriage thing. She's not not on board. Not with. on board for. So that's not even on the table for her with anyone. But she's down to give Josh a try. Now, apparently, there's a bunch of um, potential drama and tea attached with the timing of all this, which we'll get into next week when we break down all of the reunion and all the post info that's happened since. But these two decide that they're going to try to make it work. I mean, what I I mean, I don't know if they're still together, but it did just feel like for her out of Marshall. Like it did feel like he just came at the right time. Like she was already just at the brink with him. And so he came in to kind of swoop her out of like her anxiety. You know what I mean? She was done. She's been done with Marshall for a while. Like we've said from the very beginning, it's clear that she's not attracted to Marshall. She's not interested in Marshall. And she's like, okay, Josh is this option. We were vibing. She did say that when she would hear Josh's voice in the pods that it made her nipples hard. This, (sighs) though I'm not a Jackie fan, this I did relate to. My nipples do get hard. The audience knows on a regular basis. When I get excited, they get hard. Do your guys' nipples get hard when you get excited? (laughs) Not, I mean, maybe when it's cold. Cold, yeah. (laughs) They could cut glass when it's cold. Yeah, I I mean, I don't, but again, I I can't remember the last time I was cold and my nipples were hard. So my nipples are very not reactive to my emotions or the weather it's more like if i could only think of a time that my nips were hard it was a, it was like a weather issue like when i have a thrilling moment during one of these episodes and something exciting happens like they're hard immediately <laughs> like if i'd be with someone and they'd be like looking at my nipples to be like oh is she aroused it'd be like no i might have just like heard a good bit of tea and my oh, nipples just get hard you like that nips. i don't <laughs> <laughs> you got like nipples that are like oh, it's about to rain you know what i mean like <laughs> it's like my knees yeah like, my knees are singing <laughs> my it's nips like, is hard yeah my nips is hard the t's inbound you know what i mean like yeah you're like oh shoot man have you heard the gossip about these people it's like doing <laughs> She got rain nips. So I was like, Jackie, though I, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm not a fan, but I do relate to that moment of the nipples getting hard. You hearing a certain voice, hearing certain info. Sure. I also, they also get hard when I'm aroused as well. Sure. sure it's all of that. And I will say as a guy, quick. if I'm talking to someone and they tell me my nipples got hard when I heard your voice, I mean, I am on cloud <laughs> 47 at that point. I mean, I got to say that is quite the compliment. You know what I mean? That was wild. That was was wild. wild. But all of this is happening. And then we see Marshall back at the tux fitting and he's finding out that she was not there at the wedding dress fitting. He's like, it got real for her and she's running. He says this. I'm like, I think when he said it got real for her and she's running, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think it got real and she ran. And I think he probably feels that deep, but it just hurts too badly because Marshall really did everything he could. I mean, this man did everything he could to make it work, in my opinion. He was as gracious, as loving, as like would push when he was trying to hear Jackie out always. He did everything he could. And we hear him say that he's done. So when these two end up, you know, they go back to their condo and Jackie's just sitting there and she's just like, hey, by the way, it's not going to happen. Mm, it was rough. It was brutal. Because it because my whole thing, too, is like, 
there is the unfortunate moment when you when you have to break someone's heart, right? It's inevitable for most yeah. people who have gone through heartbreak. But there's a difference between breaking someone's heart and saying, hey, don't love you anymore. Thank you for trying. Thanks for this journey, but we got to move on. And then like hurting them on the way out. Yeah. I think that it was like the big difference. You know what I mean? It was like all the jabs that were taken. Exactly. And that's, I mean, like, that's we don't what need to do this. Seeing. Can't you just leave it alone? Can't you just say, I'm sorry. Thank you. You're a great guy. Right. We need to move on. But not like attack someone's whole life on the right. way out. And that's what we've been seeing through these past few episodes. It's like so understandable when this is not your person, you're not vibing with them, but it doesn't excuse then just taking jabs at somebody like you said and 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 hurting someone's character and um you know, he just she started off though by kind of being like the outside world like caught up to us. Yes. And he did call her out and go like us or you like don't let don't don't make this about me like this isn't about me you were this is not you're not into this like be direct with me like like firing someone and being like but you don't like this job anyway right (laughs) and they're like no i love working here and you're like well you hate it and you're like no and like fine you fucking suck and you're a bad employee you're like oh you know what i mean it's like (laughs) a thousand percent one comment i did want to make on this though yeah was the ring keeping situation yes that was like an interesting moment because it was kind of like at first i was like disgusted right like how how dare you keep his ring but then i thought to myself you know it it is hard to give back. You know what I mean? Because it's like someone giving you a car. I mean, it's literally people spend <laughs> so much money on these things. She's like someone gave her like this super expensive thing. And then she's like, well, you did say I could have it. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like, uh, like I can't. I, if I was him, I would have I would have like stood my ground. No, give it back. <laughs> no, I need it right no, 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 now. Because I'm going to need to return this thing because I don't have seven of these things. I'm going to need to return this thing for my next option. Well, here's the other the side note. This ring is not bought by him. Is it bought by the show, you think? Yes, the show buys the ring. So, uh, so, so, then, this is so then she really like worked the system in that way. Well, I'm sure she did not get to keep the ring. You don't they, think they, so? No, I'm sure it's just like The Bachelor. The Bachelor has like a, a, stip, a time stipulation on it. You like where if you end up person, breaking up, yeah. it's, I think it's a year or something that you have to be with the person and then you can keep the ring after a year. I mean, depending on the, the cost of the ring, <laughs> I would go like, in on it with the person and be like, hey, we, can we just say we're together and we'll split the deal? Or these Neil Lane beauties. You know, we'll split this bad boy. No, so I... I think when he said when he made the comment about the ring because obviously the show provides the ring that to me was definitely like a moment of like I'm hurting right now yeah give me the ring back like yeah like it symbolizes you betraying me and then saying I'm gonna keep it in the house because this comes right after you know she was laying on hard about how she tried, but she's attracted to Josh. And when she sh- saw Josh, she just like wants to be with him. Yeah. And so he's hurting, obviously, again, because he's put so much of his vulnerability in himself yeah. out there. And she's just like, and so he's like, give me the ring. And she's like, no, I'm keeping the ring. And you're like, oh, my God, you guys, production is taking the ring regardless. Right. Okay. But it was such a jab then if that was the case, even. You know what of I mean? Of course. Like, he was, I was impressed by him because at the end he goes, I wish her nothing but the best in happiness. I and happiness. I thought to myself, if I was in that case, I wish you nothing but unhappiness. Because you know what I mean? Like I real know. real talk. I would have been like, I wish you nothing but turmoil. And you're going with the guy, too, who was disrespected so me. disrespectful to me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're kind of perfect for each other. Like we talked about a little bit before. It's like they're both toxic. 
Yeah. And it's like, you know, I think Marshall's going to walk away from this as heartbroken as he is right now. Yeah. Grateful for the fact that he dodged a lifelong situation. Totally. And he's going to find this per- person that's perfect for him. All I was thinking about was when Marshall was at Tiffany and Brett's wedding. I was like, he's single now, ladies. Yeah, I was like, that's the perfect place to go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm seeing some gorgeous bridesmaids, honey. I- like- I'm seeing some smoke show paid <laughs> actors in there. <laughs> <laughs> those are real friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are those real friends. No, that was like that was some some good looking individuals. You so I'm know. like Marshall, maybe it's the place somebody. to go. But yeah, so obviously those two did not end up working no. out. Rough. Marshall was so gracious as he's been he really top was. to bottom, top to bottom. And Marshall, take this as a lesson learned as you walk away from the situation realize that if if you can be critical of yourself be like i ignored too many red flags mm-hmm. because i Which we all, we're all so guilty of we're all guilty of but be aware that you were probably too willing to compromise your happiness over and over again mm-hmm. to be treated a certain way like next time around you know, just kind of realize, hey, my happiness matters. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you're like so nice. And I just don't want you getting in another situation where like you could be taken advantage of again. So, yeah. you know what I could see? <clears throat> I could see Marshall doing Love is Blind again. I love that. I could see him doing it. Actually, come on, The Bachelor. He would be great on Bachelorette. The Bachelor. Well, obviously, too, Justin just Glaze. Just switch franchises he's got his, so he's we got, can talk with you in a little bit. He's got bit. his cousin, yes. so it's like he's got an easy in. He definitely... Up on charity season. Oh, can you imagine? Come on, Unfortunately, it's a little too late. Up it would have been great. Oh, my gosh. Last charity. <gasps> Don't even get me started. Those two. Oh, my That'd be cool. gosh. They actually would actually be perfect see together. Them together. They're both so sweet. I know. Okay, oh, my gosh. It. Just like a beautiful, loving... Plant and love seeds. that. Okay, well... Moving on, because if I think too much about Marshall and Jackie and Josh, I get more anxiety. So (laughs) we want to minimize anxiety, guys. So obviously we had the wedding dress um, tux fitting. One thing I did have to say about this, which tickled me, made me laugh so hard, was when finally our hosts, Nick and Vanessa Lachey, show up. We haven't seen them. We've seen them for. I mean, we talk. We talk smack on Jesse Palmer not being around. These two have been on screen for maybe five minutes max in all the seasons. They're not at the weddings. They're not at anything. Okay. So when Vanessa Lachey walks in and sees all the women and their friends and family and she goes, do you think I would ever miss your wedding dress fittings ever? And everyone cheers. Five minutes later, she leaves before they try on any dresses. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. literally walked in. She's like, do you ever think I would miss this moment? Interviews them all for five minutes, leaves before they try on the dresses. Over producer She's goes, like, how, how, did you guys pay for the whole day or just for like a couple hours? Yeah, yeah. We've been filming for about 30 minutes and I was also on set for hair and makeup for long enough. So like, I'm out. I'm not watching these people try on dresses. Listen, I, I would have loved to be there. I loved 98 Degrees. You know what I mean? Oh, Great album. Yeah, you amazing. Know? Never heard one, but I'm sure they're great. <laughs> they're fantastic. If I'm being honest with you, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a show that didn't need a host more than this show. Oh, you mean less? 
didn't need to host sure. less. I just, I, there were, it was yeah. so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. It's like they literally popped in for five minutes on the first episode and then show up at the end. It's like, we didn't need them introducing any of this stuff. No. It could have been like the voice of God. You know how certain, they just have like the five people walk in. Da, da, da. Like it could have just even, even been that or not even. Like it was so unnecessary to have hosts. They showed up in two episodes out of 13. Like, like I don't understand A voice it. narrator isn't even necessary on this show. Literally You not. don't need anyone. You don't need anything. Like take a note from Too Hot to Handle that uses the cone, whatever its name yeah. is called. And she pops in every once in a while. And she talks. That cone on Too Hot to Handle talks more than any host on any of these other goddamn shows. Yes. And it's a voiceover actor from a cone. Okay, you like an Alexa situation. On the screen, show up episode one that explains the show, and then it's over, and then we all get it. We're all moving on. Well, and now at this point, like four seasons in, season five, we all know how Nobody this goes. Nobody doesn't know what it is. Yeah, it's so silly that there's a host at this point. Yeah, bring on the cone from Too Hot to Handle. I wish I remember the cone's name. Sorry, cone. Sorry, cone. Our bad. <laughs> My bad. Um, okay, so I mean, throughout the wedding dress situation, there were a few moments. Um, that stuck out but let's just get right into the couples okay. shall we um Kwame and chelsea mm -hmm. everybody huh i was duped you mean just like how they ended up together we've been talking i mean i will say this first episode we recapped from the pods we were both like the two motivational speakers, Tony Robbins' team, they're meant to be together. That was like our big thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, out of the pods, we're like, no, it's not going to work. It's going downhill. And now all of a sudden, here they are married. Mm. I mean, du they duped me. They fully you duped me. You thought they me. weren't going to make it. No. Yeah, you thought they weren't going to make it. Neither of us thought that they were going to make it. We were like, there's no way. I said way. they would get married. They wouldn't last, though. That was That's what I said. I think you said they weren't going to get married. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure last episode, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, but Evan said Kwame and Chelsea are not going to get married. And these two got married. And they what was married. so interesting about it, and again, we'll get into more like post interviews with them next yeah. week, but... I did hear a clip because now I'm not trying to not spoil myself. So now I'm seeing all the posts. I'm yeah. like, gay, finally inundate me with all the spoilers that aren't spoilers anymore. I saw someone talk about how these two got an edit that really showed us any rough moment in their sure. relationship and how a lot of the people watching them were like, oh, they're meant to be together. Right. And we heard throughout these three episodes, numerous of their friends being like, oh, they're both the loudest, wildest, most intense of everybody. And it's a lot. And they're supposed to be together. Mm. And so I think we really got a certain picture of them mm. that was we're going to see all of their turmoil. And I'm not saying that turmoil is not there. But I think they're both just like really big personalities. So I think the turmoil also screams on the camera. Got it. Because they're just going to say it how it is. Right, right. And I think our initial take of like motivational speaker energy was right. Oh, big time. Big I think time. both of them are. And I think maybe Kwame is a little bit of like an Xbox Xbox bachelor king, but is also... A Tony Robbins guy. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. You know, for me, if I'm being totally honest, I think that... I think they definitely love each other. I think they got a bad edit. I agree with everything you've said. 
Now, I do still feel yes, like Kwame is not nearly as ready as she is. Agreed. So, like, if I'm just being honest Agreed. with you, even to the end, I was like, they, they clearly love each other more than we thought. You know, if they're still together, which I think they are, there's like this level of like, yes. But I still feel like she's got about five years on him when it comes to like where where she wants life. Oh, 100%. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's she's because she's going like, I want to have kids now, but I'm willing to wait three years. And he's going, I don't even know if I want kids in the next 10, but can we meet in the middle at five? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's talking like, where's my Xbox? She's talking like you're moving here, you know? So that's my thing is it's like, I think the connection is there a hundred percent, but I do think the different stages of life is a stressful thing for Kwame. I agree. And I think that it's probably like bless them. I hope that the marriage is like absolutely thriving and it's just getting better and better every single day. But I do think that will be for sure a factor yeah. moving forward a hundred percent. If they haven't already hit that, that roadblock in, in a way of, you know, like having those types of conversations because that is a very real thing. But then there were moments like when they did their photo shoot. Yes. Their engagement photo shoot, which was provocative. <laughs> yeah, she really wanted to get sexy. With I'm it. like, listen, maybe I when we took our engagement photo shoot, that those photos were used as our invitation. Right. So I was like, are we sending out sexy photos for like the invitation or like the wedding thank yous? First of all, don't get it twisted. And I'm like, but she found her person because he was fully into it. Like that to me, my whole body was shuddering. Bless them. Bless them. But I'm like, she found her person. She's wanted to do a sexy underwear engagement photo shoot. She said like her whole life. And he was like, I love that I'm here in this with you. And he did. He loved it. Oh. I felt like he really did. I don't think that he okay. was. I didn't get the vibe that he was like, get me out of here at all. I felt like he was a good team player. Like he was, he was great. He, he was like a good team player, but he even said like, can we start this thing slow, like clothes? Cause I'm a little like, I'm going to need to warm up. Oh no. I'm not saying that he wasn't like, Hey, let's yeah. not just dive in. But I felt like then afterwards when they were lying on the bed, he was just like, I love that you've Once had they this. warmed up. Yes. Now there's, <laughs> now there is no, no doubt. No doubt. That those pictures will be hanging in their house. I was just about to say, if you think. You're going to walk into their house and kind of be, and be, uh, no offense to them, but like you will be awkwardly kind of be like, do I look at it or not? Like, I don't know what to do. That's her bending over with him, like thrusting from behind. Uh, uh, and I'm kind of just like talking to them while like, <laughs> like the, the, there's a massive picture on the wall of them like fully having sex like that's gonna be the energy and it, she's gonna be like did you see this and you were like yeah i couldn't not see it it's it's 10 by 10 feet it hits the floor to the ceiling of you guys in missionary position like this is yeah i mean i see it i don't know what you want me to feel about this like do you want me to get around my nipples to get hard like what do you want with this like i literally wrote in my notes i said you know the second that you open kwame and chelsea's front door that's the main photo hanging at the end of the hallway that you have to look it's at. in every room it's in no no it's in the guest room you're staying in you're sleeping while looking up at them and they're like they're like you know bent over on each other like thrusting and like you're sitting there like sleeping just being like okay there they are like you know what i mean like and they're going to be like, God, this and this photo shoot great. And you're like, I, I, I mean, I appreciate that you love this, but like, I don't know how to feel about this. 
You know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of remember that one. Remember that one person in college went to that guy's uh, house and he had really rich parents and they had like murals of themselves oh, over the walls. Yeah, so it was really very cool. fucking weird. We this it was super, like Renaissance photos. It was kind of scary. We did this weird like rich guy's house and like they had like paintings like an old king. They had paintings, oil paintings, oil paintings like pictures that were turned into oil paintings of themselves and the family, and like like, like old just monarch. the mom looking yeah. at you like this. <laughs> And then she would play piano while you're sitting there eating dinner. She's playing piano and the mural is right above her as she's playing piano. And you're like, get me the fuck out of here. That's a power move. It's a, it was a powerful, scary kind of like culty move for sure. Anyway, just side note there. But yes, there will be tasteful photos of them spackled throughout their house. It was very much giving me like um, the episode of The Office where you where everyone had to go to the dinner party of Michael and Jan. Yes. And there's that like I have he my He pulls the screen out yeah. and like, <laughs> he's like I have my candle room. Uh, uh, her, she, she has two offices in their three bedroom. Oh my god. I just imagine it wasn't in that episode but I could have seen yeah. Michael and Jan having like a kind of provocative photo shoot photo like like a photo <laughs> right dead center and everyone from the office is having to like interact with like how do I do yeah. I say something yeah, you're right. cuz they're cuz they're looking at the photo going like are you there is are you a gonna, very are you gonna there say is something? a very like their <laughs> energy is very Kwame Chelsea actually like there is like you know she has two candle rooms and he doesn't <laughs> oh god but you so you definitely funny. listen he was definitely struggling like make no yes. mistake in fact during the tux fitting his friend bless him because he's in Seattle and all his friends are in Portland his friend is this guy who he met in the pods yeah. who was also talking to Chelsea and that's his buddy that's yeah. there and the buddy's kind of like literally goes yeah they're both two of the loudest people I've ever met so yeah. this might be wild <laughs> this guy's <laughs> gonna be your moral support it's like, good <laughs> luck you're like my best man there <laughs> it's like hello darkness my old friend <laughs> but Kwame is definitely like like processing with him hey I have to give up all this and he said he goes I gotta give up everything and she doesn't have to give up anything and she's like by design and, he's, and, he, and, and this guy from the pod sitting there and he's like uh huh he's like uh -huh. totally I didn't catch your first name <laughs> he's like totally totally um did did you say that the show was gonna pay for my hotel or were you gonna pay for my hotel but like he was so he's definitely he's processing yeah. all of these things that he's like very very scared and and nervous about understandably so that's like a lot to 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 know you're going into a relationship, you know, to moving go from, everything. To go from lotion and Xbox to like kids, you know, yeah, quite a jump. Of course. Um, but like sprinkled in finally since the early episodes in these three episodes were those moments where you go, everyone around them is going, yes. oh, these two, yes. they're, they're wild. And, and they kept saying over and over again, we're extra. We're so extra. Yeah. We like we live for this. Yes. And there were um, moments, especially during the bachelor and bachelorette party, which like, in my opinion, was like the most upsetting. The love is blind bachelor bachelorette parties are always the most like upsetting moments ever because 
they put these poor people in a random, you know, bar and you know the lights are so bright and there's no one except the cast yes. in there, which is like no fun. There's no other human energy outside. So it's like, hey, we're just going to relocate, put a ton of lights and mics in this room. No outside human energy. Have a great bachelorette party. Like it's brutal. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> This show is hell on earth. Now that I think about it, <laughs> it truly is hell on earth. Like, nothing about this show is is good. Like, I would hate fucking every minute of well, this show. Well, apparently it is hell on earth no, from the cast. aside from the fact that you're being tortured, you got to go on a pod. Okay? You can't see anybody. Okay? So you're having to date multiple people on a pod. Then you come out. Then you're either, like, horrified by being unattracted to them or you like them a lot. Okay? Boom. You like them a lot. Now you're stuck living in some condo for a while. Then you get out of the condo. Now you got to get a bit of real life. Now you got to go to some fake-ass wedding in, like, a tent where everyone's using the same tent. So you don't even get to, like, have your own wedding. Okay? And then it's, like, hired actors are mostly in the crowd. And then... You go that's to a bachelor party. You go to a bachelor party. It's not even your own bachelor party. You bring one of your friends, and you're stuck with all the other people that you're on the show with. So, like, they rob you of everything that would normally be an incredibly fun and time. They don't even and give then you a cash prize. You don't even get paid. And in the interim, you might have your character absolutely brutalized and destroyed, and your whole life burned to the ground. Yo. Why do you do this? <laughs> What's in it for you? <laughs> like I'm, I'm, like I'm having a hard time seeing the benefit here of joining this show. I think a lot of people walk away feeling that exact way. God. Where they're like, "Why the fuck did I'm I sign up for this?" Sorry to be at you guys. I'm sorry. I love the show, but no, I'm just putting so myself in these people positions, and I'm going like, "What is Ugh. it for you?" I'm drenched in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ninety percent of these people walk away. Characters obliterated, an, 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 like an, like anonymousness gone, you know, humiliated, heartbroken, and they're just back at home jobless because their job <laughs> fired them because they were gone for so long. And I'm going, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, anyway, that, I just, I just, that just came from the heart right there. I hadn't felt that until this this moment when I was thinking about the, it was mainly the bachelor party that really oh. got me where I was sitting there watching these people stuck in some weird ass bar with the same people they've been with every day. They're just sitting there going, I'm in some bar with the cast they and the crew to, again. They don't get to relocate. They don't have like a party bus or a limo where like they can go with like all their real no. friends and like go from bar to bar and do whatever they want to do and then all spend the night together. It's just like You get to lights. pick two of your friends to come to summer camp. That's what they did. <laughs> it's just literally lights an empty bar with you know no music because they can't have music on in the background. You because can't it's, even have music. They can't so, even just dead silent. So asinine weird music in the background that's oh like spa music because you can't have a ah, just, I probably don't have they probably have zero music Evan zero music uh, in the background because then they can't play it no okay sorry Hell. I don't you guys I've been really just like off the rails with this but I, I apologize it just hit me like a ton of bricks I felt so I feel it was at the bachelor bachelorette party so I really felt no my heart like sank deep sadness. especially for like numerous of these people who clearly are like really in love and they found each yeah, other I hope like, that they have other weddings or I hope they get new bachelor bachelorette parties yeah. Oh. They're they need vow renewals. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the love of God. God. Okay. Be sorry. Before we keep going, we have to take a quick pause. <laughs> okay. 
family, listen up. I got one thing to ask you. Have you heard of Dipsy? Because they have all types of oral pleasures to explore. Oral like your ears, not what you're thinking of, okay? But actually, they have that too, if that's what you're into. And I am into Dipsy. Let me tell you what, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories and they are sexy. You might go, audio stories, will that be my thing? Yes, just yes, because it's hot, 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 okay? Dipsy brings these scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, and I mean all sorts of scenarios through these stories, okay? Like discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Ooh, mm-hmm. and Dipsy is radically inclusive, with stories voiced by celebrities like ER Fightmaster and Luke Cook. And they have new content that that is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. And by the way, they also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash momdad. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash mom dad. Dipsy stories.com slash mom dad. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Look, it is clear as we have been recapping this that life is a journey. We are always learning new things and especially things about ourselves. And one way we continue to learn and grow in self-understanding is through therapy. Hello, I had some therapy early today throughout what I was going through. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. As you all know, I recently began my therapy journey and it's truly changed my life uh, and the way that I'm interacting with the world around. It's helped me understand the why behind why I feel certain things I feel and help me move through those blocks while still being kind to myself. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charges charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MomDad today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MomDad. BetterHelp.com slash MomDad. You know we love our therapy. Check them out. Okay, so back to Kwame and Chelsea. All right, so leading up to the actual wedding day, I will say... Like we said, I thought we were getting sprinklings of, okay, I think they're more compatible, like how I felt they like they were at the very beginning. Obviously, there's this block because of where they're both at in life, et cetera. Um, but even during, honestly, like the bachelor, bachelorette party, yes, he still kept talking about the whole like Portland, Seattle thing. He was like going off on Seattle. He's like, you suck, Seattle, yeah. <laughs> like in the ITMs and all that. But she's at the bachelorette party. She's dancing for everyone. She's like, my man will be hotter than any of these strippers here. Like, I mean, she is living. Yeah. But the big block for them at that moment was the fact that his mom still was not down. Yeah. And but of course he was struggling with it. Like, how can you not be? We find out that she is extremely religious. We find out that they're very close. They have a very close family. And so for him, the idea that his mom might not be okay with this is like, 
that's then when I started to process where I'm like, I think he would do it, but mom not coming and not being down for this is going to be why Kwame says no Mm. at the altar. But then we get to their wedding day and I believe with my whole heart and if Kwame and Chelsea are happily married, which I believe they are, and thriving and loving on each other, I believe the reason that this wedding happened was the fucking MVP of the entire episode, Barbara Kwame's sister. Yeah, totally. She kept that whole thing together. Barbara is a star. She's an icon. Give her her own series. Seriously. Like, this woman came in gorgeous, electric, loving, kind. We find out that Barbara through the midst of all the family tur- like turmoil is FaceTiming Chelsea before the wedding and like letting her know that she loves her. She's accepting her lovingly into the family. She's rooting for them. She's telling Chelsea like, remember what matters, all of these things. And it's just so beautiful. Like, yeah. and then we see Barbara, she goes in, she meets Chelsea and like all the bridesmaids and Chelsea's mom. And then she goes and she sits with Kwame and she's like, Kwame, I know she was great too. Cause she's like giving him shit. She's just like, yeah, you're not a great brother, but I'm a great sister. And you know, she's, yeah. this thing. she's like, finally, this is how you're going to not be the favorite anymore. You're going to be out of the will because of yeah. this. And now I'm going to get all this shit. Like she was so great and fun, but she reminded Kwame that even though mom might not be down right now, like, you know, mom and mom, even if she's not here, she's thinking about you. She's praying for you yeah. and loving you. And like, we're here for yeah. you. And then even right before, and Kwame's struggling. Yeah, you, you can, can tell. tell. Before he walks down the aisle to wait for Chelsea, she is like rubbing his back and she's given him some like, relieving small talk because if you've ever gotten married you know those butterflies even if you're like so secure in your relationship the butterflies to be in front of everyone they're so intense you're so nervous big time and so she's just like you know petting his back and she's like i remember i remember my big day and i felt this way and she was the star yes like chelsea wanted to marry kwame chelsea has barbara to thank that i i believe Chelsea has Barbara to thank that that ended up happening because I think if Barbara wouldn't have been there, I do not think Chelsea or I don't think Kwame would have said yes. And not because he doesn't love Chelsea, but because the whole stress of the family would have been too great. She definitely reminded him like, we're going to get through this. Okay. Mom's going to come around. We're going to realize that this is all going to be okay. And I feel like he calmed down because she, she was clearly like man on the ground. You know, she like Barbara totally. was clearly like loved by the family and a part of the family enough to be able to speak on her behalf and go, we've, we've, it almost seemed like we've been through this with mom. Like yeah. it was just really beautiful. Like she really connected everyone, made everyone feel calm. Yeah. She was like she the calming was the presence. She was the star. Like she crushed yes. it. Give her her own show. <laughs> she like, was amazing. She was amazing. I'm like, if I would have been in Chelsea's shoes and the sister-in-law I meet is Barbara. We're good. I'm like, this is why I'm marrying this man. Yeah. Like, this is the reminder. Like, she's was amazing. Yes. Amazing. The one thing I will say about Chelsea that, like, could be, you know, has been kind of a, not a negative thing, but, like, you know, we've all said she can be a lot and she can be very intense and very, like, look you in the eyes and be like, tell me how much you love me. <laughs> yes. But I will say, if you're looking for a ride or die. I mean. Chelsea is a ride or die, She is a ride die, or dude. die. 
That is a going to battle woman right there with you by your side. Oh so I will say, if you're looking for just an absolute ride or die, that is that's your woman right there. Oh, a thousand percent. And you know, listen, they Chelsea walks down the aisle, and I'm truly shook that she did not memorize her vows because everything about Chelsea screams that she would have had them written the day that they left the pods fully memorized. In fact, I was imagining her like getting a microphone and being like rolling the piano. And all of a sudden she's like on the piano serenading him, but she seemed a little nervous. She was reading her vows off the paper. And then Kwame's like, I'm making them up on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> that was just, he made them up on the spot. And you know what? They were beautiful. They were beautiful. And I was shocked by a, multiple people doing it on the spot. Yeah, it seemed like it. Because it's huh? like, I've been married before, and <laughs> that's the last thing I want to do is like spitball that thing. No. And not, o- <clears throat> not only to spitball it, but then to spitball it on national television. I know. I'd so be it's like one thing memorized. to spitball it like in front of 150 people, but it's another thing to spitball it and be like, whatever I say is going to be broadcast to millions. Uh-huh. Write it down. <laughs> but it's like, y'all are wild with that. Like, he's just like, no, I'm good. I'm like, whoa. But he crushed it. No, no. It was actually. I was, sh- I was shook. And I, what's his name? Did I think uh, Brett and Tiffany did the same thing? They winged it, or at least Brett did. And yeah. it was just kind of like they both did an amazing job. And I was like, dude, I don't care how, like, how good you are at speaking. Like, that's really hard to do. Oh, yeah, with the to camera. To not even like, have written it down everybody? and memorized it, but no. just to like wing it. Amazing. Yeah. And listen, he had said right before the. Um, the wedding, he said that his biggest fear is that they crash and burn. And I yeah. think, again, I think what we were shown a lot of was, yes, they are in different places and that it's probably going to be a challenge in their relationship. But at the end of the day, his biggest fear, like he said, is that not that he doesn't love her, not like, you know, that he has to move, is that they're going to crash and yeah. burn. Um, and, you know, even at the end, after they say I do, she's like letting him know. They say I do. And she's like, remember, I'm your wife. She says, yeah, she's like, like, I'm your wife. Remember, and he's <laughs> a little bit like, I know. And I'm, I was just kind of laughing as I'm writing. But I feel like genuinely that's the dynamic. And honestly, these two. God bless them. God I'm bless rooting them. for the for I'm God genuinely bless everyone. I'm rooting for them. Me too. Me too. I'm rooting for them. I really am. Like I said at the very beginning, I believe that they were meant to be in the pods and I do think that um love is blind as people were saying gave us a very specific edit of them and that these two I think they're going to crush their way through I life think so together. too. It feels a little bit like a failure to launch situation. Sure. You know what I mean? A little SJP, Matthew McConaughey vibes. He's kind of Xboxing and chilling in the city playing playing soccer. She's kind of like intense and like career driven, like serious. Yes. I want kids. And I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a um, learning curve, but he will actually probably be really grateful for the fact that it was kind of a intense situation that caused him to like change his life up and yeah. he'll wake up in a couple of years and be like in a really great spot. That's the vibe I get. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. So bless both of them bless and bless Barbara. If their relationship is thriving and crushing right now, I due believe that it is due to Barbara yes. showing up and being the MVP. Yes. Bless her. Bless. I want her to be part of my family. I know. We Why need some of that positive sister? vibe. Um, Okay, should we talk about Tiffany and Brett Let's next? Let's do it. Yeah, I know course. it's not the order of it, but I want to talk about Tiffany and Brett. Yeah. Because 
these two. I know. Beautiful. From the very beginning, we all knew that they were going to get married. Mm -hmm. And never once did they falter. Even there were a few moments that we got during um, the lead up. I believe it was in episode 10 where Tiffany started crying. They were in their condo and she starts crying. And she's like, I'm feeling really overwhelmed with work and having to plan all this, which I would love to talk when we interview someone from Love is Blind. I would love to ask them like how much they actually have to plan of this wedding right. and how much production handles. But she was talking about having to plan everything with the bridesmaids and everything and feeling stressed with that and also with work and it's all happening so fast, which a wedding in general is stressful enough. Having to do this in a few weeks is insane. Um, and then also not knowing if the person's going to say yes or not on the opposite right. side. You're like, all of these factors. Um, but they were sitting together and she's crying. She's stressed. He's so present. And she literally says, she's she's she makes a comment even like, I just don't even know if I even want to get married. And in that moment, I felt her so deeply because I felt the exact same way like two weeks before our wedding. I was like, fuck this. Mm. I love Evan so much but I don't even think I want to get married right now. Like, can we just live our life together? Because I got family drama. We're dealing with all the, you know, the placements of who's sitting where and who's fighting with who. And this is just a goddamn nightmare and I'm not down and I'm exhausted and also have work throughout all of this. Um, but when you're the person who's the partner on the opposite side and someone says, I don't even know if I want to get married. The temptation, of course, understandably so, is to be like, make it about themselves like is it me you don't want to get married because you're not in love with me mm. and that was the moment that i'm like this relationship is so mature in like this they might as well have been together for 20 years and worked through all the tough times because the way that brett handled that was incredible he did not go for one moment he didn't say wait do you not want to be with me no. I've told you that I, I want to be with you. I've given you all the assurance. Not once. Not once. He literally just pet her and was like, I hear you. I you didn't understand love that. you. <laughs> he didn't love that at all. Hey, Brett, thanks for making me look bad, dude. Okay. That's all I could think about the whole time. All I could think about the time was like, this guy's making me look really bad right now. Because <laughs> she's having an anxious moment. Yes, she was anxious. <clears throat> she, was, she really boiled over. Yeah. She hit a wall. Yes, understandably she so. She was going through what you're going through right now. <laughs> and, and, and me, you know, in our marriage, I'm going, you good, babe? We good? And he's going, you know what? Let me take you on a plane trip. He literally then plans for the next day. He takes her on this small plane and then they go to dinner after and he's printed out these photos, these beautiful photos that he's taken of her and then just like sits down with her and is like, I just want to let you know, like, I am in and I love you so much. Yeah, all I could think was, please stop. <laughs> Brett, please stop. Like, and then he, and then all of a sudden, like the, yeah, when they got to the photos that he had taken of her, I was like, I hate you, dude. I mean, you're like, you're high, you're, you're literally like the Marvel hero of everything. He's I'm not just, right now. <laughs> it literally was. It was literally like Iron Man <laughs> versus civilian. So thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Good for you, <laughs> Tiffany. 
Good for you. I gotta say though, a small plane would not help my anxiety. I was oh, thinking about that. I would, okay, I, um, I like this angle. I did say I was like, I'd be a little nervous this about is a that. Good angle, <laughs> bro. I appreciate that. Tiffany said something like she had talked about. It. She'd never been on one, so yeah. it was for her. That was she like, hated it. <laughs> Brett, nice move, dude. You blew that one. But then on the flip side, too, it's like I so appreciated her willingness to she's just so forthcoming with him. And you can tell because she feels so safe with him. Yeah. But also she just she's just like she does it in such a gracious way, which I laugh. Oh, she's so sweet. Oh, like, she's I've just, never seen someone have a mental breakdown of anxiety and be so sweet about no, it. She's I'm just like, like, it's just kind of a lot right now. No, she's just like the way that she communicates and I look and I go, oh, Tiff, I want to learn from you because (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Right, right. Because I'm like, she has just this ability to uh, be so forthcoming and then like not hide how she's feeling but also be like so aware then of how he's processing mm. it like how her partner is processing no, it they're just, amazing. they're just and they're just like Next. two <laughs> they're just two incredible humans yeah, they really are man. they're two incredible wow. humans who found each other mm-hmm. and like they kept saying over and over again it's so wild and like Tiffany said, she said it when she was doing her wedding dress fitting and a few times later in the episode where she's like, this isn't normally my vibe. Like, I'm not the person who was like, I want to get married. And like, I'm this like crazy romantic. Da, da, da. She's like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Yeah. But I found my person and I somehow found them and I wouldn't have found them otherwise. And yet I found this person in yeah. this crazy experiment. And you're like, wow, this is incredible. And then they end up um, meeting his family. They meet his brother and his dad, Herbert, who I am literally <laughs> obsessed yeah. with Herbert. Yeah, like, great. what a beautiful man. I'm yeah. obsessed with the fact that she sat down and he was just like, you're going with him. Like, look at you. You're so right. gorgeous. Yeah. And he was just so. And they just knew her energy is so amazing. Angus and Herbert knew immediately. They were like, this is it. What a, what a cool family. I know. I know. They're amazing. And then, you know, everything they the whole time you know bachelor bachelorette party they're just everything's perfect i don't yeah. know what to say but then they get to their wedding day and there is a moment where i loved seeing tiffany wedding day it was like all of a sudden she it hit her yeah it was like you 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 could feel her guard which she didn't it wasn't like she had but it was just an understandable guard leading up to it and it was like, oh, my God, I'm marrying the man of my dreams. I hope yeah. he says yes, too. And it was like it was everything was hitting we her. Know. Yeah. And um, he finally meets her dad. In that moment, I mean, you saw me. Yeah. Evan wasn't watching it with me. I came in. I'm balling. That's when you were crying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was balling. Well, what I loved about that was just how what I really felt having a daughter was like, Brett is the type of guy that is the dream guy to talk to about this because he was just so humble in front of the dad, but also extremely confident in his love for his daughter. Mm -hmm. So it was like a really good mix of like, I'm so confident in in marrying your daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm confident in where I'm at in life. I'm confident in all these things. I'm not cocky about it, but I'm confident in the same token humble enough to be like i'm here to serve your family i'm here to be a part it was like the ideal presentation of how to talk to a father-in-law it also though too when i was watching it what was making me really cry is i'm like there are two men sitting down and immediately getting very intimate in conversation and i think because of our culture and everything so often it's like you know 
you don't see two men sit down and get really vulnerable very quickly with each other. And both of them immediately opened up about both of their histories and, you know, what their family's dynamic was like growing up. And so gracious in their vulnerability was, because to be that vulnerable it is gracious to be it was vulnerable like with really someone. strong so strong and like vulnerable at the same time which is true strength yeah totally you know totally. what i mean yeah it was amazing and um and then there was a moment where then brett said i i love my family but you know i did grow up and this is the first time i think we hear this that he said i did grow up with a mom who struggled with her mental health yeah and he said, I saw my dad, gonna cry. I saw my dad never leave her side. Yeah. And that's when it all hit me like a ton of bricks. Why I'm like, he's, that's yeah. Brett. Which he's seen. You're talking you know, about how you're like, Brett making me look bad. I right away thought of you mm-hmm. because I know for myself, one of the reasons why in our relationship, I, you have been such an incredible partner to me especially why when I struggle with my mental health but even if I wouldn't struggle with my mental health is that you had a parent growing up who struggled with mental health and you witnessed that and then you also witnessed a your other parent who stood by their side throughout everything right and it just was a moment where it was like I knew it Mm. like you just see and 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 in that moment I go Brett's gonna always be an amazing partner i agree you know yeah and i was a mess it was beautiful <laughs> and i was a mess um but then he gets his father's blessing and probably favorite part of the whole episode because i've never related to anything more is when we saw brett get upset for the first time mm-hmm. and that was because brett got his suit and he didn't like the way that it fit. And he, literally this man, he's our fashion king. And he put his suit on and he looks at his brother. He goes, does this look like me? Does this look like my style? And then his brother's kind of like, dude, just kind of. And he's like, no, no, no. This is my day. I'm supposed to feel good. This is my moment. Okay. These pants, they don't feel like me. And I have never related to anything more in my entire life. Because listen, first of all in the fashion biz, you know, so I'm like, I see you, I see you. But if I don't like, if I don't feel like myself in my outfit, day's ruined. Like day is ruined. So I was literally living that the whole quote unquote drama that happened with our wedding when we got the teaser with Tiffany and Brett and he was like, not on my wedding day. And you're like, oh no, are they breaking up? Was that his outfit was not to his liking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he mm-hmm. is the king we love. And this man, he is a man of action. He had an hour and a half before the wedding was starting, and he went straight to a tailor and was like, please fix this. Yes. And he's like, I could have done this shit myself. And I knew there was gonna be drama when he was with the tailor and he was explaining to him, he's like, I wanna look angelic, I wanna look royal. And I'm like, I I feel him because I feel this way when I'm trying to explain what I want, and it's never exactly what you want. And I knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. but he got it fixed. He got it fixed. Just in time. Just you in time. You can see that and like, oh, okay. That's what gets his blood going right there. And I'm like, I see you. This is not supposed to happen. <laughs> I see you, sir. Okay? Totally. And I relate wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. My day would have been ruined. Like, it. Ha- I can say this because it happened on our wedding day. Like, I was so excited to marry you. And yeah, of course, you feel the nerves a little bit. But I was like, yeah, duh, I want to be with you. Like, I'm confident in that. 
and they bring my wedding dress in and the fit's wrong. And I, I stood in front of the mirror and I was like, my day, I I was literally like, I'm like, do I want to get married anymore? (laughs) It's like, I don't feel like myself. This is off. It's not what I wanted. And I wanted to end. I wanted right there. I wanted to send everybody home. So I felt him deeply. Meltdown city. I saw him. You felt it. Our true king. Yes. But then, you know, these two, oh my God, they get to the wedding and his pants are fixed. He's happy. She walks down the aisle. He starts bawling. The energy in this room, the crowd is cheering. Right. The second he walks in, everyone's cheering. And then she walks in and everyone's cheering. And the love was palpable. I loved how after they did it, uh, she's like, let's go hook up. Side <laughs> room. That was awesome. That was like such a beautiful way to like be like, oh, they are really just the best. Because it's like, after all that, after all the pants and, you know, their amazing connection, all that, she's just like, let's go, let's go bang that, bang it out. Yeah, I know, <laughs> you know I mean? I know. It was fun. It was and like he a, was laughing. It was like the, the fun side of it, you know? They're just a perfect fit they together. Really and and you just could feel it by the energy in the room. There wasn't a single person in there that wasn't thrilled. Marshall showed up. God bless him. Yeah. He was struggling, but he was there because he knew. He's like, this is our, <laughs> these are my friends. They're supposed to be together. And everyone was just living in that room for that love. And then, you know, at the end where they're just like, I had chills all over my body when they walked away together and they're holding the umbrella because in the middle of their wedding, like the, the thunder like roars and right. lightning cracks and everyone's like, it's good luck. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that happened at our wedding too. It started pouring Beautiful. rain yeah. and rain is good luck. And, uh, and then they walk away with that umbrella and they're like, we're Mr. And Mrs. Brown. And I'm like, let's be together for forever. It was beautiful. It was so good. So, massive congratulations congratulations guys what a beautiful love story yeah what a beautiful love story thanks for making me look bad brett appreciate (laughs) you good luck i'm obsessed with both of them yeah they're amazing they made me so happy i literally evan saw me i was weeping through their entire wedding like to not not like crying like i was a little dry heavy like it was it was a little too much for me in my current emotional state (laughs) beautiful you needed a little positive lift up you know what i mean it's true thank you guys i appreciate you okay and then on the flip side Mm -hmm. we have paul and micah oh boy oh boy oh Oh boy boy. (laughs) what are you doing you crazy bitch you crazy bitch dude what was that Well, that, that was, was like a go-to. He's like, "Why are you doing, you crazy bitch?" That was called a lot of alcohol. Dude, she was toast. I mean, her and her bridesmaids uh, at the bachelorette party were. She was twice hammered. as hammered as they were. They were hammered, but she was like, she. Was I mean, hoggy, you know, listen, crazy bitch. listen. Granted, it was her bachelorette party. To her credit, she has every right you know, to get wasted. She's, I'm just saying, you know, she can get wasted. Cold. It was more like take the phone away. <laughs> like, well, not- it was funny too because crazy bitch was like her move like she called all her friends crazy bitch and, and then she facetime pausing crazy, crazy bitch, bitch. <laughs> he's like how are you like clearly had like a beer and he's like are you good she's like you, you crazy bitch <laughs> he's like okay um we'll talk later i guess <laughs> so with the bachelor and bachelorette party with paul and micah we have paul now this is the beginning of a very interesting point 
to me of Paul is Paul, we see Paul continues over and over and over again to say throughout, honestly, this entire series that what he loves about Micah is that they see the world the same way. It's the same comment over and over again, which I think is extremely important. I found it very interesting that later when we are in the- him, him and his science brain, <laughs> we don't get that. Why do, you have a, why do you have a science brain? Why do you talk all logical and stuff? But when we see him <laughs> later, when we see him later, um, right before the wedding in like his groom's suite or whatever, he's saying to his friends and his groomsmen, we see the world the same way. And it was very interesting to me to hear his brother and his friends be like, that's weird because you seem very much not the way you're describing that you see the world, which was very interesting Mm -hmm. to me. He was saying, Micah and I, we both kind of look at the world as like, look at this chaos and let's just like explore the world and laugh at it and see it how it is and whatever. And all of his friends were like, you're not like that at all. (laughs) Like, what do you mean you guys see the world the same way? Like, that's not the way that, and his brother was a little bit like, that's how you see the world. Like, I I don't think so. So maybe that's how Paul wants to see the world. My whole theory, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, which I I will say I very much relate to because that's what Paul was describing is a little bit like how I feel. Like I'd be like, oh, Evan sees the world. Evan and I see the world the same way. (laughs) But I'm like, no, you're able to more laugh and I'm more of like stress case, over-processing everything, over-analyzing everything, pure anxiety all the time. And if I were to say to let's say my mother Evan and I see the world the same way my mom would be like you know what yeah maybe you want to see the world that way which is you know it's great to have a partner yeah. then who can balance you out but like yeah you don't necessarily I see personally the world think that way to boil this whole thing down yeah to distill it I think Micah Micah represented something that he felt was lacking in his life mm-hmm. which was spontaneity and let's get drunk on the weekend and just have fun. Yeah. And I think that like he really wanted to be that guy. He wanted to fulfill that. He wanted to be that guy. So in the show, not working, not in real life, he's able to be this just like fun, loving, free, like everything's fine, but really denying the way he actually functions, which is like, logically stepping you know everything's a system yeah like everything is a process he doesn't do anything which is why he loves a mushroom she's his mushroom yes so for him it was (laughs) it was a little bit like meeting a girl at a festival evan shut up right now i literally wrote in my notes i said yeah paul and micah they are the couple that meets at coachella yes they're both high on mushrooms and they're just like life is life but they're both high on mushrooms for different reasons Paul is high on mushrooms to see God and Micah's high on mushrooms to dance more. And they meet high on mushrooms at Coachella and they're like, oh my God, we see each other in the field. We start making out. This is true love. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing. And then they start dating at Coachella and then they leave Coachella, both thinking they're mushy friends. And then they realize that they could not be more different. They could not be more different. And and I think, I think that's what happened. I think yeah, (laughs) that's so funny because it really is that, you know, it's like he's, he's clearly like no one, like he keeps, he keeps, he kept saying the whole time, 
She's the best. I love her. We're so connected. There's no doubt in my mind. They made and, rings together. And then, you, and then you leave at the altar. It's kind of like, there's you're trying to convince yourself there's no doubt in your mind, but everything is screaming at you. She is so opposite of the yeah. way you function in the world. And that could work. But for him, you could tell when he, all that nervousness was when he was talking to his dad and his stepmom and he, all that was hitting him. You could tell he just woke up one day and went, holy shit. Like, yeah. She is not the person I can actually function through this life with. She has been a break from my life, but not the person that I can actually like yeah. process life with. And yeah. like, we don't have the same values, the same ideas, the same like things we want. Like you can just tell, he's like, I don't want to move to Scottsdale. Like none of this is what I want, but I just had fun and I got caught up in it. Like well, that's literally what and happened. Bachelor and Bachelorette party. You saw the two differences. Like yeah. he's sitting there with like his cousin and science friends and they're just like, wow. Talking about philosophy like, and she's yeah, just like, you crazy looked, bitch. And, and she, then they're you know. drunk and FaceTiming. When he, when Shelby got on FaceTime and she's like, hey, Paul. And he goes, Shelby. He's like, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Which I'll, you know, to his credit, like if I met someone and they're friends oh, and listen. I hated their friends, like it would, it listen. would be like a major problem like i'd, I'd have to yes we talked I'd have about to, yeah, that i'd have to triple love that person to a the highest percent. level to get over that so a thousand percent it wasn't i, I didn't get I, I didn't get blown away by the fact that he left at the altar i got blown away by the fact that like he didn't really show any signs up until then that he was gonna leave like he was like he never said like i don't know if this is gonna work he never like kwame reeked of like is yeah. this gonna work yeah, yeah yeah you know bliss is like who knows like yeah. you're, you know but it's like Paul was rock solid. If anyone was going to leave, I kind of felt like Micah might leave. Like, I thought Micah was going to right, leave. Right, but the fact that it ended with Micah saying, if he would have said yes, I was yes, and I was always down to be with him, but it was always on his terms whether he was going to say yes or not. I was, I was like, holy. Now, it was interesting to me because when she was getting her bridal fitting done, Shelby did say, Shelbs with the T. She's like, <laughs> you can't trust Shelbs. Shelbs with the T actually was like, I like Paul. He's a very nice guy. I don't think he'd ever hurt her. I was like, wow, he doesn't think you feel that way about him. Um, but she was like, Micah, though, you never know what Mike is going to do. Right. So I don't know if she's going to say yes or no, because who knows with her, which was an interesting moment for me because at the very end, when they were standing at the altar and the officiant says, Micah, yes or no. And Micah says, Paul, you can go first. I had two thoughts in my mind. I'm like, there's two things happening and I don't know with Micah. Okay. Because on the one hand, like you said, I was pretty shook that Paul pulled the rug out because even though he was like, oh, I'm I'm struggling and I'm processing, we didn't see that that much. We had just seen footage of him during the rings being like, I love her. And even during the tux fitting, he was like, she's the one. I love her. Da, 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 da. So maybe what we didn't see, he was a lot more on the fence. Um, but... There was one of two things when she said, Paul, you answer first, that are possibilities. Either one, it is what she said, and it was like, what I needed to know from Paul for me to say yes was that he would say yes first, which I understand. Listen, not a fan of Micah's behavior, obviously, or her friends, obviously. If you're going to marry somebody, I understand that logic. Like, I need to know that he's going to say yes because I'm not sure where he's at. The other option was she didn't want to really and she didn't want to be the bad guy. And they asked her first. Yes or no. And she doesn't want to be the one to say no. Yeah. 
So those are the two things I was juggling with a little bit. And I don't know how I felt walking away. The skeptic in me goes, she didn't want to be the bad guy. No, so she I, threw I, it at him. I disagree entirely. But I think she was all in. You think so? All but I was in. saying that's the other part of me that goes, yeah, yeah maybe no. she was. Because she, she, she said at the end, she, she could have said after he ditched, well, I'm glad he did. You know, we, it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. She said, I'm devastated because I wanted it. And if he would have said yes, I was all in. It was always, though, him being the one that wasn't sure if he wanted to do this or not. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that he did this and waited at the last minute, blah, blah, blah. But do have a question, though, before we move on. <laughs> how do you not have a conversation about this before? I don't know. Can someone explain to me how there's even a surprise? How do you not just go, hey, by the way, like, we're not doing this, right? Yeah, okay, but we got we don't want to get sued, to, you know, yeah, by not course, going to the end. Of course, but of so course, So let's just play course. this out. But like, how do you get surprised? How do you not have this conversation? Like, how do you are, let it be? Maybe it's there so are literally cameras twenty four seven. Yeah. But I. But okay. But let's make something clear again. Not a fan of Micah's behavior on the show or the friends. I think it says a lot. I think it says a lot. Yeah. I can't help but feel that way. You know what I mean? I mean the fact that like Irina was her closest friend, and then she's got this Shelby person. Like she clearly has like. A pretty like you know, and she's she's drunk calling him you crazy bitch, and then the friends are like, well, who knows with Micah? Like yeah, I, the whole no, energy it's a is very, very weird off. frenemies thing going on. Yeah, so that is like to me is like five billion red flags, and I think Micah needs to be held accountable to the way that she handled certain things on this show, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I will tell you, if if I. If they had said yes, like let's just say both of them said yes. Paul, this might be very unpopular and I might get so much fucking heat for this. The way Paul was conducting an interview in his groom suite beforehand, if I would have been Micah and we would have said yes to each other, I would have freaked out. Mm. It literally was his groomsman suite was an interview the entire time of what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And it was like, I get feeling nervous and not knowing 100%, especially in this situation the day of. But that was wild. It was a full conducting of an interview, full conducting of an interview beforehand. And then in the ITMs after when Paul shut it down, which again, understandable. If that's not your person, you shut it down. But like him making comments about her and her mothering skills, to me, that would have been like, you don't need to go there. That's yeah. a whole different side note that's like very personal. Mm-hmm. You don't need to like say that you could never picture me as a mom. It was a lot. Unnecessary. When Micah left and was bawling and the friends were laughing and Shelby was like, this is what I wanted the whole time. I was like, bro, if I was Micah and I saw my friends, I know what Shelby's saying. She didn't want me to be with Paul, whatever. Disowned. This is your reaction to see me sobbing? Disowned. There were a lot of layers to this whole Micah Paul situation where even, which I don't even remember if they talked about in the pause and maybe I fully missed it. But then when we see Micah with her mom, that apparently her mom, I believe it's cancer that her mom had been battling, that we see then Micah with her mom during the wedding dress fitting and then even like in the bride suite where she was like, I didn't think you were going to be here. And that was a moment too that I had to pause and go, is this person like is was Micah in a situation where like she really wants to make sure that she didn't think she was going to have this moment with her mom and she wants to make sure she has this moment with her mom. Mm. And so maybe she's 
wanting to step into this marriage quickly too to like ensure that there's this special moment yeah. like as much as there's that part in my mind that's like oh was she trying not to be the bad guy i'm also like the flip side is oh wait like she wouldn't put her parents in that situation yeah mm. there was just a lot of things that mm. i was battling mm. um but Man, I will tell you the moment when Paul, when Paul's in the groomsman suite and his dad comes in with his stepmom, I'm like, "You guys, the president and the first lady, <laughs> like, what's going on? We're proud of you, son." And she's like, "Never forget, you're strong." It was like, yeah, it was very they weird. Were like both they were like, like presidents. They were both like world leaders. They like they had like, like UN so, leader. Vibes. They were both. So so gorgeous and, and they were so just put like, together. They looked like they were participating, like they were Hunger Games. Like they were in the Hunger they Games. They were the people that like ran it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't give too much to the camera. Like they weren't like given the whole mm -mm. interesting to think about. They were like, you know what's best, son. You know. They were the given like full this. like political the answers. Has already <laughs> planned your life out. Just go with the plan. It was very like whoa. I was like I was like scared of them. <laughs> they were like very nice and and yeah, but they but were they also were, but like they were like powerful. They had that terrifying. scary powerful thing where yeah. it's like they they they'll never do anything that's out of sorts, and they're just like fantastic. Wow. I understand you're heartbroken and you're terrified right now, but we all know the plan. <laughs> Have a good day, son. It was very like whoa. Yeah, it was. It, I was not expecting. Them. No, me either. Me either. I was expecting they were both his billionaires, dad. Billionaires, hundred percent, hundred percent billionaires. I, mean? I was expecting his dad to be like mushy Paul. No, he was. They were both billionaires. Billionaires. They were both world. It leaders. added an interesting dynamic was, to everything. It was. Yeah, yeah. So the two of them, yikes! That was real rough. Definitely yeah. interested to watch this whole reunion situation yeah. and then watch all the interviews mm -hmm. afterwards I'm because excited. it's going to be. I think they're going to be a, a hot topic of conversation, but. Yeah. Like I said, I, I felt watching it very torn uh, because of knowing how Micah and the friends and all that have been the whole time. But then also understandably seeing like, dude, this was like a, a, a 180. My, or Paul has every right to be like, nah, I don't think this is my person. But it did feel like it came out of left field a Agreed. little bit. Agreed. It was it was intense. Mm -hmm. But, you know, shout out to Mushy Paul. Shout out to Mush Paul. Shout out to Mush Paul. <laughs> King of the shrooms. King of the shrooms, baby. King of the earth. <laughs> I'm sure Mushy Paul is getting so many DMs. I think so as well. Hot science, babe. I guess. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Zach. Finally. Zach Endless. And Bliss. Evan. Can't believe it. It's kind of crazy. They got married. It's pretty wild, isn't it? Zach and Bliss got married. I was so happy. That was the other one. I'm sobbing yeah. my way through. Sobbing my way through these and it, You two. know, and at first it just reeked of like, ugh, brutal, you know, like Zach. But I'm saying early on, it's like Zach made the mistake. Oh, and sure, like sure, sure, sure. Bliss. Now, like the first time they went to coffee, it was like, ugh, it's kind of rough. Now, having been through everything, it's like, it's like very beautiful. I mean, these two together. So obviously we we knew Bliss's mom, who is an angel. The goddess of my an life. Angel. A literal earth angel. Um and then the opposite. Her dad. Her dad. Zach dude. meets Worst worst nightmare. Like if you're a son in law, worst nightmare. Like that. Zach was literally like, I'm really scared of being judged by somebody. And then he met Bliss's dad. And it was <laughs> He's just the archetype <laughs> of like. Didn't crack a smile. <laughs> he was so intimidating. 
Well, it's just for me, you know what I mean? It was just archetypal, like fake alpha dad trying to assert dominance and like not trusting his daughter and not giving her like any sort of credit. And then, um, you know, being like, could you be more basic? Like you're like, you don't fish or golf. We can't hang then. Like it was just like, could you be more like just, I don't know, condescending and no, rude. No, it was rough. And it was, was what was rough. so funny about when it too. When Zach started to panic, by the way, when they sit down and dad's just kind of like, oh, you don't fish, you don't golf. Great. And Zach's just like, well, you know what I'm really passionate about in like the criminal justice system. And he starts yeah. like going on a full rant about what his, he's passionate about, like in his career space. Yeah. And the dad's just looking at him sideways. I was like, Zach, stop. Yeah, Zach, Zach stop, stop talking. No, no, it's it's beautiful. You're passionate, yeah, but right. you, you got to stop. You got to stop. And dad's just like, yeah, I don't really care about any of that. But I will stuff. say, man, like, yeah, and I, it was it was it was so whack too because it was like, hey, man, you're divorced. So my thing is is not about divorce being bad or wrong no, or anything. No, of course not. It but it's more like, like be humble and understanding. Well, first of all, you can't speak on. What your daughter or daughter should or shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with you getting divorced from your ex-wife at all. Obviously, but you then can't tell your daughter how to do it right because there is a level of like you don't know. You figured it out. You remarried. That's fine. But then you can't tell her that she doesn't know how to do it. And no. it was just like so disrespectful. It's like it was just so like it was. It was like if if I was divorced, I would have been like, hey. I've lived through some things and yeah. I'm going to impart my wisdom and my experience to you. And here's some of the mistakes I made. Here's some of the lessons I learned as you're going forward with this. Here's some ideas, but to be like, you're making a mistake. This is stupid. He's not the right guy. This is a nightmare. Why are you doing this? I know it's best. It was like, yeah. and then she, and the only reason why I bring this up is because she called him out on it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I know about divorce. You taught me. She, she's like, I'm a child of divorce. She's like, like, I, I never, it. I like, I experienced the trauma as a child dealing with it. So like, I'm very me, aware. I know. I don't want that to happen to me. You know, when I was watching, he was it, disrespectful too. He's like, as, you interrupted me, but I guess I'll just have to deal with it. Like, no, it was just like, whack. as a child, and then she looked at him and she goes, "Excuse me, like, you know me, right? Like, I'm you smart. know me, like, please, do you think I'm going to jump into this? Like, I'm a 32 year old woman. Like, you just think like, I'm just going to like, like mom did? Mom said, I respect you. I trust mom you. Was a hundred. Yeah. And in this situation, it was definitely like myself as a child of divorce watching it. You and I ended up having an interesting conversation um, afterwards because we watched it at separate times. But I brought it up because I was like, it's so interesting because the dad looked at her and said, or in ITMs, he was like, meeting someone and getting married to them in like just a few weeks. That's crazy. That can't work. And I'm like, it is actually kind of interesting to be like, you know, what 60% of marriages end in divorce. And that looks so different for everyone. I'm like, I don't know how long Bliss's dad and Bliss's mom dated. Maybe it was five years and yet it didn't work. Right. So what's to say that, you know, after four weeks, it doesn't work. Like it, it's just, it's marriage. It, it just, it, it's, it's a very interesting concept to be like, this won't work because it's not exactly the timeline timeline that like, you know, we're used to or comfortable with. And you're like, yeah, but it might not work even if they, you guys date for however long. I can't long. recall exactly when it was, but I believe it was one of Zach's friends. It was one of Paul's groomsmen. Paul's grooms. It yes. was like, that like brought this whole point up. Yeah. He goes, Every, like half of the marriages fail anyways yeah so who's to say the right way to set this whole thing up could you you know who's to say that because like, you don't culture, know each other monogamous for very culture says this and like he's kind of like say? everyone fails at this thing anyway so yeah. how could anyone tell you that just because you guys haven't known each other that long it's going to work more or less he's like how many stories have we heard of people that have been married for 50 years that met each other a week 
how many how many stories that we know that we dated for seven years and got divorced it's like it's all the same it's, so you might as well try this because yeah you know if you feel it if you do feel it, it go after yeah. it. yeah no i thought that was a very interesting concept but i like my biggest issue who's trigger watching it because of some family dynamics i was just like oh bliss i feel you just the what was hard for me is it's like listen i understand a parent coming in being like what the heck is going on god bless zach he's a little awkward it's like what who is this but when it comes down to what we've talked about with bliss's mom where it's like but dad you know me respect me respect me as a human and that felt like disrespectful where it's like you're just kind of bulldozing and i thought it was so later on when you know zach was in his groomsman suite and he was talking to the guys and he was so respectful and sweet about her dad where he was like, I actually really yeah, the liked him. The fact that him. he didn't talk shit was crazy. No, he's like, I actually really liked him. I would have been him. like, bro, her dad's an <laughs> asshole. Can't wait till I never see that guy again. No, and he was just he, like, you know what? I respect the guy. He's a good guy. You know, we didn't really yeah. connect, but that's fine. He, and, and he even handled the beating so well. He yeah. took a beating in that room and he never cracked and said, well, I don't care what you think. I'm marrying your daughter. He said, well, I told you. He kept smiling. Like the thing about Zach that I love is that he is a fighter. He really is. Like he didn't cower and go, I'm not going to even hit up bliss because it's gonna be too embarrassing. He says, I'm going to let her take a million moments and take those shots at me about how I chose. My, you Understandably know, I, I, exactly, so. Exactly. I, I, he deserved him and he took them. Most guys would have said, I deserve them. I don't want to deal with them. Yeah, my pride's too big. Your pride's too big. He took them. Then he pushed through the dad, took it, keeps fighting for bliss. And I think that's the key. He keeps fighting for her. And I think that's where bliss is like in with him is like, she sees that like, he 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 survived the initial kind of mm-hmm. brutality of this yeah. whole situation and he keeps fighting for her and loving yeah. on her and so i think that's what's giving her hope of like i think our future is going to be okay because he keeps fighting for me a thousand percent even though his you know um sister-in-law had her shades on the whole time dude sister-in-law or stepsis or whatever, whatever was rocking aviators like mirrored aviators inside the whole time it By was way, she's I, nine <laughs> she was young so this wasn't like a 23 no, year old girl who's like trying to be a rock star no she's like literally 12 yeah and she's sitting there with aviators on during the whole dinner that never was, took them no, off no that was like a top 10 iconic like, no that was top 10 iconic moment i'm like are you a fucking superstar whatever you're doing i follow because also you, you know, are young and you are such an icon that you are not you have like cameras and 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 lights in your face and you keep those shades on the whole time i worship a little bit like i worship it a little uh, bit i worship a lot Cause yeah. you know, she boils the blood of her dad. <laughs> you know, dad is furious. Unless dad's like, yeah, that's my girl. No, like she's not no. bending down. No, you could tell by the way he treated bliss. Yeah. That he's like, there's a way to do things and a wrong way to do things. And he, the fact that the daughter's like, really shades on. And the dad's just like, Ugh. Oh my God. When like, dad brought up like the sister and was like, yeah, I gave the, the guy a job and then he i was like do don't throw other family under the bus no, during this interview brutal. like again remember national television you're throwing more family <sighs> drama in it was yeah. so rough but then you know we end up making our way to the actual wedding yeah. day and thankfully bliss had her mom in yeah, the wedding suite with so her sweet. who her mom you know a literal like we said an earth angel um simultaneously Zach then is in his groomsman's or in his groom's suite and his 
grandmother and his sister come in. And that, again, was a moment where... Heavy. Dry heaving crying yeah. watching it um, because you see the idea that Zach's mom isn't there hit him like a ton of bricks. And dad. And dad. Because that was heavy. Because the first comment was, I'm really sad that someone couldn't be here today. And mm -hmm. that was dad. Because then he goes, because then grandma goes, and also your mom would have loved to have been here. So I believe what happened was oh, like dad wasn't there. Okay. And he was dealing with the weight of that. And at the same time, yeah, thinking think about the that. fact. So I think that was kind of implied because okay. the sister and grandma were like, yeah, and we're, you know, it's like, sorry that someone couldn't be here today. And I don't think that was mom because then they brought up mom afterwards. So it was like, he was dealing yeah. with the fact that both I mean, his parents weren't there to support him. And like, you know, the, he, he, the trauma there is pretty heavy. It just, you could just, you could sense the weight. When his grandma said she'd be the loudest one in the room if your mom was here and that moment was really impactful. And then she was like, you know, and Zach and ITMs was like, I know she's here. Like, I know she's yeah, here. It's beautiful. And then flashing back to the idea of like, you know, Bliss's mom being like, I'm gonna, I'm your mom now. Uh-oh, yeah. tears are coming right yeah. now. Um, That's a huge weight to go into like this huge day. And I think I know for myself, you know, same thing with Kwame, like in obviously a different way. But like, you know, I know going into our wedding, there was dynamic of like newly divorced family and all that. I was like, it was so dramatic. But like, I can't relate to how intense that is. And like, I think a lot of people, the idea of going into it was such a big day. And then in front of the cameras on top of everything, too. And like on national TV, like when you've had such a painful, huge loss, like how intense that is. And it was just so one. It was so incredible to have someone like Zach be so vulnerable, like mm -hmm. and share with everyone, like mm -hmm. the audience, what was happening. And I'm Agreed. sure that was really impactful for a lot of people. But Zach was there. Yeah, Bliss was his. That was his person, and he was locked in. And uh, you know, God, Bliss looked so beautiful. She was like a fucking princess. She looked so beautiful. And then I have to tell you, though, right before her walking down the aisle when she's standing in between her mom and her dad. Ooh, I was triggered. <laughs> it's like, oh, I felt that in my gut. It was so bruised. Taking I shots it. up until the bell, man. It was like. But like that, that, like if you're a child hell? of divorce who's been married or like, you know, had a big moment in your life when like both parents are there and they're very different. You felt that moment in your fucking gut. Like I'm telling you, as a child of divorce, I'm seeing her in between mom and dad. And dad is like throwing shots at Zach. And then mom is just like, no, he's perfect. He's wonderful. And not only are you processing them having different feelings about your future husband, but also then they're on either side of you. And clearly there's tension there with them because you have two very different personalities. You know what I mean? And she's poor bliss is having to process all that then too, before walking down the aisle, but bless her. She had a, she was processing it beautifully, a level head. For me, wedding day, didn't process it so well. <laughs> it's a trigger to I was watching it. I was like, <gasps> bringing back all these trigger memories City, of like, yeah, sure. the divorce parent thing, like on big days, you know, whether it be wedding, kids, like whatever it is, it's a lot to process. Big time. Um, but she, you know, she walked down that aisle and I did not know what Bliss was going to say. 
I was a little bit on pins yeah, and needles. Could have gone either way. I knew that she loved him deeply. I knew they loved each other deeply. But like I said, I had I had this feeling that maybe she was like, let's continue this journey together. But like maybe marriage right now is not in yeah. the cards. But they said yes. And the two of them after when then they were dancing to their special song was so beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. And I, I'll i get into it next week when we talk about the reunion and everything, but I will say that that is one thing that I did get into is I know that Zach in the reunion was talking about the receipts mm. that he has because I went on his Instagram and I saw the receipts he posted and they were about his mom. And I read it to Evan through like yeah. tears. Um, what an amazing man. Yeah. And she seems like an incredible human being. Yeah. And I think they're going to have a really beautiful marriage together. Oh, it's going to be great. And I'm really happy for them. And even in the whatever, the, whatever crazy world this fucking show is, this show's fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. And again, next week we'll dive into the ways that it has been treacherous on its, like with its contestants. Right. But I have so much hope for these couples that we saw get married God bless them. Yeah. And that was a wild season. It was awesome. <laughs> I got to tell you, it I was really amazing TV. It. it was amazing it TV. Was really, and really Netflix good. got me because I all my predictions for the most part were wrong. Yeah, and I liked so, it too cuz it, right, it was right up our alley in a different way. Though. In a different way. So I had I had a really great time changing it up and uh, you know, this is beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We have yeah, one more oh next gosh. week. Yeah, we got though. one more. The reunion. The, the reunion, reunion. And then fire. all the, the tea following. Yes. All the interviews. And I and there's still interviews happening. This tea is like happening in real time. Yes. Current interviews are happening. So we're going to be fully up to date with like all the current. Finally, we're going to be up to date with all the Let's current go. gossip Thank of you. what's Thank going you guys on. for, you know, just being. We have one more. Obviously, I don't want to say anything, but yeah, we have one more week of of being behind. But, but I appreciate <laughs> no, you guys. We'll be talking more that's current true. Stuff. That's true. <laughs> but like, it's just been you know doing our time and having our having our you know family join us. It's been awesome. Yeah, and uh, next week we'll let you all know what we're going to be diving in to next. Yes, stay tuned before charity season, and I think. From the uh, from the messages we've we've received, that you all will be happy with what we're going to be diving yes. into. It's going to be awesome. I think so. I mean, we have to do call. We got to do call home. I'm literally my tears, like literally you feel just it. talking. She's been crying about for two weeks, by by the way, just like nonstop crying. <laughs> but Every time I, I walk in the house, just like yo. But Zach and Bliss, when I read yeah. that, oh man, I just so sorry, everybody. She's a little, she's a little she's choked emo. up. Yep. She's emo. She's emo. She's emo. But let's do a call home yeah, as I'm emo. Let's do a call home. <laughs> Remember you can always call home. Hey, mom and dad. My name is Sarah, and my husband and I got married this past weekend. Congratulations. We've been together for a year and a half and living together most of that time. And generally, our relationship has been very stable. There's not really been a whole bunch of conflicts that have arisen, but we do sometimes have arguments. And those arguments are usually about things that are outside of our relationship. Mm -hmm. It's either like arguments over the dishes or if there's something happening in current events that we don't 100% see eye to eye on, we can have a like regular you know debate that's sure. fair and reasonable but sometimes they'll kind of go off the rails 
and it'll get a little too heated and then we walk away from that not feeling very good about how we've spoken to each other so my question is what are some ground rules in your relationship that you found helpful whenever you're having an argument to make sure that you're still treating the other person respectfully even if you don't agree with um what they're saying or things can get a little bit emotional um so just anything that you think would be helpful or also just things that you wish you maybe had known whenever you were (laughs) first married that um could have kept some arguments from getting a little too uh feelings hurting so thank y'all though love y'all and love the show I don't know about. It's crazy. We've never had this before. So. Good <laughs> luck. Know. We wish you the best. I don't know if I was like I was like stuff that we should currently or uh, or stuff that we sh- that we should have known when we were early on or like now because it's still yes it still can happen. So first of all, congratulations. Congrats on getting on, married uh, on your on your wedding. Um, this is definitely okay. Yeah. Can I throw out the thing real quick? Please. Okay. So here's no. how this. Here's yeah, 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 yeah. Here's how this normally goes, if I can be honest. Yeah. In our relationship, we'll have disagreements about religion, whatever, right? Like we you know, we all talk about these things. So there'll be yeah. moments when you like, let's say you're you're discussing a fine point and you disagree on something or whatever. If I'm being honest with you, just between just between us, I usually say something that offends Jess <laughs> or like you know what I mean like like it's true or, or I'll take a point or we'll kind of discuss something you know and it'll kind of like you know what I mean like you'll Jess, say something offhanded yeah, yeah. and I'll be Jess like will be, hold Jess up, will be tweaked by it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah so I'll just say we don't have any ground rules I have a personal ground rule <laughs> that I've never discussed with Jessica oh, I got the full name don't talk about it <laughs> or just honestly honestly here's what I do I find that like anytime you're going to discuss something that's like, let's say controversial between you two. Yeah. You, I have, I always look in terms of like best case scenario. How does this, how does this play out? Mm-hmm. Let's say she agrees with me. Okay. Then you just go, cool. Yeah. And then that totally right. Yeah. Totally. Worst case. It's a knockdown drag out for two hours <laughs> because it's kind of like, you know, hit homes and it, it's, it, let's say it's religion and you feel a certain way about yeah. the way you believe and, yeah. and your partner kind of slightly different. It can become offensive and hit you in a deeper way than the partner you're talking to with. Right. Like, let's say you have a personal connection to some sort of belief system and your partner doesn't even believe in anything. And then they're like offending the shit out of you. Specific? No, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, the, like you got to think in terms yeah. of like best case scenario, you fight yeah. this out and like who wins? Nobody. Everybody's just sad. So personally for me, my personal ground rule is if I start, if I say something or we start talking about something and I sense even the slightest bit of like, we're not going to be on the same page here. I release only for the fact of this isn't worth pushing for. Mm-hmm. I only will push if I feel like it's worth, we need to get on the same page because it's essential to our relationship. Yeah. But if you're just discussing like stuff out there in the world and you can totally live with each other's different opinions on certain topics, I say, keep those. Yeah. Your Cause own. there's some things out in the world that you can't live no, no, with I'm, different opinions. No, no, I'm saying if they're not stuff that's like deal breakers or like yeah. very important to your marriage or like your, or your, or your like, belief system, your belief system yes. moving forward as a couple. Yeah. So like for me, if we start talking about something and I start sensing even the slightest bit that like this, we're not on the same page about this. I'll slowly just kind of bring something else up and back away. Cause I go, it's only going to end 
in either we just kind of agree or it's yeah. going to be like offensive or someone's going to get hurt and I'm going like, it's just not worth it. I'm just trying to have a good night with you right now. So that's yeah. my personal kind of approach on it is like, okay. you know, what's the goal here? Like, what, so, are we, what am I trying to accomplish by talking about this? Yeah, I would say for me, you know, my biggest, like, again, like 500 foot view. Yeah. Obviously, when you're in the moment, it's hard to not like get emotionally charged. Um, but I think about in the past 17, 18 years we've been together, how much our opinions about things have changed, yeah, right? How time. much has changed in general from the way that we like who does the dishes and who cooks and who takes the kiddo to school and who's the breadwinner to like how we look at religion and the world and all that. Like so much has changed. Every and I year. think every year it's, it's like different. A new, yeah. Whole new thing. It's a whole different like iteration of the year before, which I hope continues because I think the most beautiful thing about life is growth and learning and shifting um, and not being stuck in your ways. Um, so, you know, when I look at us and our history, I go, okay, well, I see so much shift constantly. And this is the person who I want to be with for the rest of my life. That's the goal. So I'm assuming we're going to shift and change. And I'd like to do that together. Um, so sometimes the way then, if I know there are certain topics, they're going to be like, you know, hot button or potential arguments. I go, okay, I think maybe a good way if this is my partner who I want to grow with in life together to talk about this might not be to spark an argument, but rather a conversation and focus in a conversation form versus a debate. Because um, I think some people get charged and excited by debates and it can be like a healthy way for them to like grow and move. But I think a lot of people can do better with just conversation. So if it's something that I feel like, oh, for instance, let's talk religion that I feel pretty passionately about, like a certain type of spirituality that I feel like would be really good for Evan to focus on instead of like a nothingness. Right. Instead of being like, I'm going to try to come at him and be like, this is where you're lacking and this is where you're wrong and whatever. I'll be like, well, I hope we can move together in life. So I'm going to start asking you questions instead. And I think that that can help the conversation more is the question asking versus not just the full ignoring it because it is something that I do want to get to, okay. but also not, that. you know, like poking the bear and being like, you're wrong. Can I adjust my answer a little bit? Sure. I agree, but all, but that requires two people to be in that same space. Sure. So my thing is like, if you sense that that person is not in a, if you're not in a place to be open and you sense they're not in a place to be open, it can be a very dangerous road to go down. Now, if you both are willing yeah, to you be, might want to step away for yeah, a moment both, and then you can maybe go back right. there at a different time when like the ground is a little but more But if you neutral. know that person is like highly triggered by that conversation <laughs> yeah. or by that idea, yeah, then like just know mm -hmm. that like, you know, that's always a dangerous path yeah. to go. And if it's going to help, if it's not going to help your relationship, like don't, you know, don't mess with it. But it's like, if you can both find a way to be like, Hey, let's agree that whenever we talk about this topic, 
we're very open. Yeah. And we're not going to we're not going to try to win each other over. And I think that it's definitely important to like be able to to sense out when the ground is hot and yeah. like maybe when it's better to like pull away and then come back when like everyone's feeling a little more neutral. But I think with things that like you do feel passionately about enough to get into arguments about, right? Again, whether it be the dishes or religion or whatever. You just got to know how to talk. I think it's a little I think it's a little more like if this is somebody who I hope to spend the rest of my life with, then we are going to be moving, hopefully moving and yeah. growing and shifting together. So let's focus on the idea of that. If I know that I'm going to be shifting and growing, my partner is too. So hopefully we're going to be growing in the same direction and growing together. And the best way to maybe facilitate that is by conversation and yeah. conversation and communication is so important. And sometimes when that starts on the grounds of arguing, the other person becomes defensive, yeah, even if they don't give a fuck about it, They'll because just try to you win. can just get defensive when someone is, you know, going to argue with and, you. And, and on the other so. side of the token, if I'm be like you guys, Jess has changed my mind on more things than I can describe. You know, I can tend to, my initial gut thing is to like defend my view on it because it's just like that's how I was raised too. It was like you just got to like fight for your view. So I've committed in a lot of times to be like present to be like, oh, I'm sensing that inside of myself. Delete that from myself and be open to what she has to say. And I can't tell you how many times I've actually just been. You're totally right. I would have never agreed to this if I wouldn't have been open. But like, you're totally right. This makes total sense. I wasn't open to this idea, mm -hmm. but now I'm getting it. So like if as long as you both can be committed to like being willing to change, then you'll teach each other a ton. Yeah. But you also got to know if you're not there and you can sense they're not there to like not poke yeah. the bear like you yeah. were saying. If you're both open to change, like again, that's the, what's an essential part, I open believe. Open to teach each other, yeah. In, uh, in human development is trying to continue to grow yes. as you get older and not Keep doing growing. the whole can't teach an old dog new tricks. Don't that's like, don't stagnant, do that. Man. Don't stay stagnant. You like, don't do that in other parts of your life. That's what's yeah. funny about it. You don't do that. Like if I was going to tell you about how to like, let's say I'm, I know a lot about gardening and like, and you didn't know anything. You wouldn't be like, no, that's yeah. not how you garden. You'd be like, teach me, dude. How do you, can you show yeah. me how to do this? But it's funny how there's certain topics in people's yeah. lives that we just, we no. shut down learning no. new things. There's so. the, the essential part to, to, to growth and development is like the opposite of can't teach an old dog new new tricks Just be, open be open to that so i think if you're both on that page yes yeah i know it's tough because i know there are certain like hot button things and especially where it's like oh he never does the dishes and i'm frustrated or he always does them and you don't and he gets frustrated i know there's those hot button things but you know yeah. i think if that is a center focus of wanting to move together i know it, it's uh it can be tough but i think that that is has been helpful for yeah. me at least same so but again we still argue about course, that type of stuff of all course, the time that doesn't go away <laughs> of course. it's just the perspective um oh we my gosh well all. thank you everyone for joining us on the love is blind journey it is not yes. done we have next week yes. we're going to be diving like i said into all the current tea and the reunion i'm actually very excited to watch apparently awesome. what was a shit show of a reunion let's go what i've heard um and then Make sure to tune in Friday too. Yes, this Friday second we have episode a Friday this week. episode, so tune in. Um, we love you all, and yeah. Have a great what?
day and a half until you listen to us again on Friday. Again. Let's go. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.